0: network. Exploited <laughs>
1: welcome to episode 34 of exploited cinema i'm joined by strebo mutisha the movie goddess and of course the lord of greece welcome guys
2: hello hey
1: hey thanks
3: for having me back and uh yes we're joined by the one and only mutisha the movie goddess but she is played by the lovely actress vanelle with us today
2: (laughs) my alter ego
4: awesome that's a pleasure we don't have very many
1: women on the show, so it's always, ah. always a pleasure.
2: Well, I thank you for having me.
1: So we're going to, I guess we're going to talk uh, Mad Monster uh, Film Festival and uh, convention.
3: Yeah, now you said the magic word, the Mad Monster Party. This is a, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to go into my spiel for a second, guys. This is <laughs> a huge convention that's coming down to Charlotte. Um this is going to be something that's going to rival, you know, Fright Night Film Fest and Horror Hound and uh, the Fangoria conventions and all those kind of things, because these guys want to do this every year. You know, we talked about the guest list last time, like Ace Fraley, Rutger Howard, Brad Dourif, Roddy Piper, Angus Scrimm, Patty Mullen, Stephen Jeffries, Bill Moseley, David Prowse. They added Tracy Lords two weeks ago. Um, oh, wow. Nice. Of course, Linda Blair uh Tony Todd, Mary Warnoff, who's one I really want to talk to. Uh it's the first convention appearance for both Craig Sheffer and Annie Bobby. Uh D. Wallace Stone is gonna be there. Connor McCullough, who won Sci fis face off, he's gonna be there. He actually lives in North Carolina and he works on a lot of projects around here, so he's a really cool dude.
4: Oh, awesome. Have you met him before in the past? <laughs>
3: Yes, I've met him before. I'm hoping to work with him one day somehow. Hopefully, if I can get him to do something for free for MVP, I guess that'll happen. But that
4: would be great, man. That's always the key word, eh? free.
3: Yeah, I won't hold my breath on that one though. But uh, huge guest list though. I just just ask the listeners to go to uh, themadmonsterparty.com. They can see the guest list. You know, the events they're going to have a haunted mill attached to it. They're going to have karaoke, uh, a monster, uh, a Miss Horolina. Bikini Paget, uh, Mad Monster Midnight Spook Show, um, and the big thing for us is we're hosting the uh, the Mad Monster Party Film Festival the entire weekend, which is going to have tons of stuff. Now, outside of the festival, we're playing. We're going to play uh, Kill List, which is a crazy UK psychological horror that's going making the rounds right now. We're also playing the Nightbreed Cabal Cut. This is a three hour cut, completely different from the version seen at the horror at horror hound because that that was was considered
1: the director's cut right
3: yeah and that was a very very rough work print and i can actually talk on it with some authority because i was there watching it i Mm. sat through the whole thing and um, this version is different where they've edited in edited in better cleaner footage from other versions to try to make you know a a more proper cut of of barker's vision Um, there's actually a video floating around that has doug bradley recording the audio for parts of it um, but then dig this, J Dog. Sunday they're showing an uh, an exclusive fan edit of of Legion, The Exorcist Three, and Brad Dorff is going to do an introduction to it.
4: No way, man! I love The Exorcist Three. By far my favorite of the whole series.
1: Highly need underrated. To check that down,
4: Highly underrated.
1: You've never seen that, have you, Bat? No, I've just seen the first two. Jesus Christ. You need to get on that. Well, man. you guys, we talked about this on the show. I think I, I was under the impression that I've kept confusing it with Omen Three. I don't know. Oh. I think you were on uh, Striveo, and you're like, no, that's Omen Three. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's crap.
0: Oh,
3: maybe that was part of that crazy rock and roll horror show. But yeah, film festival. We've got a lot, of, a lot of great. Submissions. Um, we're going to play Scott Goldberg's Mister Mullen. We're playing Michael Sharp's Devling Desdemona Six uh, Portrait from Hell. Uh, we're going to play a crate, some crazy greasy gems like Midnight Matinee Psycho and Rags. Speaking, which mm-hmm. my, my lovely uh, co guest here, Ms. Vanel, <laughs> is the star of Rags, which I obviously have seen and uh, I'm a big fan of it. And it's a really greasy gem. I want you guys to to um,
1: review it one day um i want to i i saw the uh, mr parka video and um he's pretty good at getting your mouth watering on that and of course he threw in the clips and everything which which helped out a lot so
3: oh that was on psycho holocaust oh that
1: was oh okay Mm -hmm.
3: that was one they did a couple years
2: ago rags is there are you in that one Vanel? i am i'm in psycho holocaust and rags
1: what was it like working with uh trent haga
2: I le- well, I've worked with Trent Haga three times now. I love him. I mean, he is—he's awesome. He's an an awesome, awesome actor, and he's just a funny person. The stuff that comes out of his mouth—I mean, it's—it's it's crazy.
1: <laughs> but he's fine. He, didn't he write um that Dead Girl film that Dark Sky put out? Ooh, yes, I have that. he
2: did. He did. He did. He did. Um, uh, write that one and um. He's actually working on something now with uh, Courtney Cox for the Lifetime
1: channel if you can believe it. Wow. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, I mean he's working his way up. I mean from starting out in Troma, I mean he's come a long way. Mm-hmm. He's
2: he's a he's just one of the most phenomenal male actors that I know. He just has so much range. So I'm kind of happy to see him getting into um other, you know, types of movies too cuz he's he's just great.
1: I agree. Yeah. Have you had a chance to see Dead girl bat? yes, yes, um, I had bought it from my video store. I've seen it a couple times. I really liked the first viewing, so I haven't mm-hmm. I don't think I've watched it in in about a year, but definitely need some rewatching
5: for sure, yeah,
4: definitely, man. I think it's great, nice sleazy kind of along along the lines of the stuff I like. and when you mentioned these other two movies, uh Rags and uh what was the other one? Psycho Holocaust. Psycho Holocaust. I kept confusing Cannibal Holocaust, Psycho Holocaust.
3: <laughs> that's a good title, though, isn't it? The it that
4: definitely sticks with you, yeah. But like when, uh, like Jamie said, they're greasy, so that just has me sucked in right off the bat. I just, I want to see these.
3: Well, you are indeed the Lord of Greece. I wish you guys were coming to the Mad Monster Fest because we've got some more grease. Oh, here's a title I can actually say on the on on your particular show now at midnight on saturday we're going to play a little short called midnight snack which was shot here in north carolina i just love the synchronicity of scheduling movies with midnight in the title at midnight so we are doing that two nights in a row but after that we're going to play bill z ant farm dick hole and uh that's an awesome title that's another title that grabs you so we're playing a, a, a mix of things like the the we have some big, you know, more classic horror kind of things like Ghost Track playing during the day and also Patrick Ray's Nailbiter, which I think is going to be huge at the at the con that that wound up on a couple um best of 2011 lists when it was playing at the end of last year. So I'm, I was really excited to get that for this festival. Um, I think Sunday- you
1: mentioned something about that on the last show, didn't you? Why yeah, to get That it, film. Yeah.
3: yeah, I was I was fishing for Patrick Ray, and yeah, and he sent me Nail Biter, and I was like, yes, he's this is exactly what I was hoping to see.
1: Guy does good work, and I'm, I'm glad he to hear. Yeah,
3: both him and Scott Goldberg. So I was real excited about that. Um, Sunday, yeah.
4: Scott Goldberg, he's great. Do you have any entries out of Canada coming in?
3: No official entries from Canada. No, I didn't get any. No.
4: For shame, my country's slacking.
3: <laughs> next year, next year, J Dog. Hopefully, we'll we'll get some. This is going to be a yearly thing. That we're we're going to do this every year, and it's just going to get better and better. Um, maybe maybe
4: so- I'll send one in next year. That'd be awesome. Do it on my cell phone or something.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll watch it. Uh, Sunday we're going to play uh into the pit. Then we're gonna we're gonna have a block of. Uh, zombie films for zombie fest. And after zombie fest is over, we're going to play the film festival winners. That's where we actually repeat all the winners and people find out what they were and, and get to see the best movies of the weekend. But the zombie fest block, we are going to play another little zombie gym called see the dead. Starring. <laughs> my co <Ms>. Oh, <laughs> You're like the star I, of the convention. right?
2: Yeah. I, I didn't. Um, I did not put them up to this.
5: <laughs>
3: no no yes this is all just <laughs> for the festival scheduling yeah Vanell's going to be there as Mutitia on Saturday so that's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun at our uh, at our booth just talking to people and taking pictures and everything
2: yeah I'm I'm really excited about that I think that's going to just be a, an absolute blast
1: and you're going to have your uh Tales from Mutantville ready to go by then right or is it already ready
3: Okay, the movies are ready, but the final author and uh, the DVD for public sale is not ready. So we're going to be showing the movies, yes, but we aren't going to have one that people can buy yet. There are going to be t-shirts. People can get t-shirts. And they're also going to be able to get get pictures with uh, Mutisha. We're going to have some, some photos for her to sign and um, for people to get and stuff, too. So
1: it's going to be cool. Awesome, man. That's going to be real cool to get to
4: connect with the fans and spread some of the Mutantville grease around. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And with the film festival, we're spreading all kinds of grease this this uh, at this show. You know, because it's going to be it's going to feature you know pretty much every filmmaker in North Carolina plus all the people from across the country that submitted and are coming. So it's going to be a real celebration. It's almost forty films, so uh, it's going to be a blast.
1: That yeah, sounds like a fun filled festival, man. <clears throat> Sounds like a mean-spirited festival too. Like from
4: a lot of the films that are coming in, it's like it's going to be intense by the sounds of it.
3: It's a mix. I wanted to. I wanted to have some family-friendly stuff earlier in the day, some good solid horror films throughout, and then late at night, I wanted to have the greasy gems for the people that are up drinking their beer. You know, wanting to see something greasy, it's going to be there. Well, so, yeah. Just- when I mean, t Joe comes, he's going to be very satisfied.
1: Joe's going to be there? Awesome. He's going to be very drunk, too, probably.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. You have to have something during the day because there'll probably be a few. I don't know. Would there be kids there? Like a little there, something for the young young crowd, I guess?
3: Yeah, there are going to be kids there because there there are going to be some child guests as well. You know, Addie Miller from The Walking Dead and Chandler Riggs from The Walking Dead are both going to be there. So they are going to be kids there, you know, coming to talk to her and, and Chandler. So.
4: That's awesome. The Walking Dead, I'm glad they're uh, doing the convention scenes. I love that show. Best thing on cable, man. Definitely. Yeah,
3: Vanel's worked with Addie with on a couple of the projects. You, you guys worked on um, Remnants? Remnants,
2: yes. We worked on Remnants. She played my daughter because she looks exactly like me.
1: <laughs> oh. No, now, she is, doesn't. Is she that doesn't. The young girl from, <laughs> crazy. from the beginning, the first season? of yeah, the, the zombie.
2: Mhm blonde hair blue eyed yes
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> No yeah I worked with her on uh, remnant she's just she's such a good little actress just very precocious very mature um so happy for her that she's um so successful at such a young age. I keep saying now she might be getting too old for it, but I was really hoping if they did, I'm not a big fan of remakes, but if there was to be a remake of Poltergeist, I thought she should have been playing Carol Ann, because she's just that's what she reminds me of, a a little Heather O'Rourke.
1: I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure they'll be looking to remake that soon so
2: yeah unfortunately i think she'll be she'll be aged out of there by then though but
1: well you know with the way they do it now it's like um reimagining so she could be a teenager and it would they probably get away with it so Mm -hmm.
2: i think i believe i heard a rumor that she in the reimagination of night of the living dead she's actually gonna have a role in that
1: oh wow (laughs) they're doing they're doing another one
5: Hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, I was reading about that in the new. It
4: was one of the new uh, horror magazines I picked up, either Rue Morgue or Fangoria.
5: It was but in yeah. last
3: month's Fango. Yeah. That's
4: where I seen it. Then yes, but it it, it actually tweaked my interest because it looks a lot better than like the Night of the Living Dead 3D and that other crap that was put out <laughs> about f- <laughs> six years ago or whatever.
1: The 25th yeah. anniversary, where they added new footage, or and that too. Yeah. yeah.
4: Okay. Like this was, I think it wanted to branch out more on, like, the story of Ben, I think, and Beekman's Diner and stuff, I heard? Like, Mm a little little more to the background of it before they hit the farm?
2: Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think there's more backstory to a couple of the characters, and I think she's one of, she plays one of the characters as a a young child, so that's how they were able to get her in there, because, I mean, you know, the original, there really wasn't a role for her to have taken over.
4: Yeah, unless she's going to play Cooper's daughter, I guess.
3: Yeah, travel girl.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I'll
3: say on that, I'm sorry, j Dog. go ahead.
4: Oh, no, no problem. Go ahead, I'm done.
3: <laughs> I, I was just going to say, you, you said it, it looks good, and I'll say if, if this movie, if, any, if it has anything going for you, it, it probably will look good. Um, I'm kind of vehement, vehemently against the entire concept of this Night of Living Dead remake, but my cinematographer and uh, our filmmaking buddy, Robert W. Fillion, mm-hmm. is, is going to be the DP on it, so it's going to look good. And it's mm-hmm. going to be paced well. He's probably going to edit it and everything. So so uh, there's going to be some quality work behind it. So people that dig it are, are going to dig it.
4: That's good to know. I'm definitely uh, looking forward to giving it a watch. Like I'm, I'm always open to anything to do at Night of the Living Dead. So I'll either like it or I'll shit on it.
1: You know, a lot of people <laughs> shit on that uh, 25th anniversary. And um, I did like, and I know... The 30s. Or is it thirtieth? Okay. Yeah. I know I'm gonna get shit from the Profondo guys on this, but um, hey, I like some of the music pieces that they had done for that. I don't know. I didn't like the additional footage at the end, but like I I liked the um additional music that is.
4: Wasn't Debbie Rashawn in some of the additional footage mm-hmm. in the cemetery? Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. I thought it was shot seamlessly. I didn't I didn't think it was that bad. I I thought it was decently put together. I mean, I didn't go out and buy it or anything. I think it's on a movie channel, but...
3: Yeah, you can Mm. watch it on YouTube now, you know, so it doesn't Mm.
1: mean.
3: Well, I'll tell you what.
1: I actually have it, the Anchor
4: Bay DVD, for shame.
3: (laughs) 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 You're a completist. It happens.
4: Yeah. yeah. I got the VHS release of it too, that Anchor Bay put out, so
1: yeah. That colorized version's fun too. I'd love to see them put that on HD. I have that too. (laughs) That's never been released on DVD officially. I think that's just a... VHS rip there No I have a DVD of it Is it black bars on Both sides or I can't remember I know it's color though
4: Yes I am a completist A junkie if you will Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) Well you know what else That has to do with Night of the Living Dead That's coming uh, very very soon That I'm super excited about That (laughs) is the first episode Of Mutitious Movie Morgue
5: Yay Yay
3: (laughs) <laughs> because we are hosting for the first episode, George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead, where Mutisha will be talking about the movie all night long. So we are super excited about that. We're shooting yes. that one week after Mad Monster Party, and we have an awesome cast. Obviously, Vanel is Mutisha. Uh, we have England Simpson, who's playing Mutantville Martina. She's the black exploitation expert. And uh, then we have the overworked um, PA, Dave the PA, who's going to be played by Patrick Keenan, who's a phenomenal actor. And we have uh, Muti, uh, the Mutantville Mutant, who's going to be played by himself. So it's going to be a crazy show. We're going to talk Night of the Living Dead. is going to be there. It's going to be good times. And uh, the whole thing will be on YouTube, and people can watch it for free.
4: That'll be
1: awesome. Do you have plans to do
4: other public domain stuff?
1: Yes. Ooh.
3: On and on and on. We, Driller Killer Mutisha. maybe? <laughs> whatever's whatever's out there with is however people respond to, to the movie more, we're just gonna keep keep going and keep running with it. You know, we'd love for people to support it and, and get people excited. I think people will really dig it because we've been getting messages about Mutitia for years and really on, only over the past year we've started, you know, using that character and working with Vanel. So people Amen. have been interested about it just when we've been talking about it
4: exploit it the best you can Mm
2: -hmm. they will dig it or die (laughs) (laughs)
5: oh yeah
4: i'll go with dig it (laughs) no it's definitely got me excited because i have always was a big fan of the horror hostess and everything as a child growing up in the 80s i got to experience it firsthand so and i've always been waiting for a resurgence of it something that's actually good i know you guys the impression they
1: have horror hosts all over the country, because I think Horror Hound did... Um, well, I'm in Canada, though, so I get cut out of all you got Canadian uh, horror hosts, don't you? Where? I don't, I don't know. I thought there were ones in Toronto. <laughs> I never grew up on one, either. I just always knew of Elvira, but I never watched her show or anything, so... There well, was I'm a half- guy out of Detroit, though, I think.
2: Well, I'm half Acadian. Does that count? Will that count for you?
1: <laughs> hey, that works. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm sold now. I do. So
2: there, you're covered now. <laughs> Sweet.
4: Canada represented.
1: <laughs> it seems like that stuff, the horror host or hostess, um, has gone the way with, with public access, because, I mean, not a lot of people really dig public access. I don't, I'm going out on a limb here, because I don't get any public access channels around my area anymore, so. Me neither. Well,
3: what i see is they they are still around regionally but they're very very small like we have one here in durham called ormond grinsby uh he's pretty cool but unless you're in durham you don't get those public access channels he's on now our our inspiration for this in in j-dog you might remember but was miko McCobb on oh yes how, how she went straight to youtube and was just using YouTube, and that's the way you do it. It's not the 80s anymore. You shouldn't be on public access where only the people in your city could see it. You should be on the Internet where the whole Mm -hmm. world can see it, you know. so Get it out to
4: the masses, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. That's why each show is designed just to be on YouTube, so people, when they want to watch it, they just tune in, and there it is.
2: And with social networking, you can really get the word out there now. There's just so many ways, you know, to promote what you're doing, so... You don't need public access or a TV.
4: Yeah, the hell with public access. We got, <laughs> we got laptops now.
2: Yep.
3: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Vanell needs to be careful. She might get, uh, Bat and I started on a rant about promoting independent
4: films and
2: podcasts. <laughs> once once oh, we get yeah. going, it, it gets insane. Yeah.
4: Vanell's oh. going to get too famous, and you're going to lose her soon.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: it's okay. exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. gonna hey, be Hollywood. We're designing this thing so somebody will come around, along and write us write us all a million dollar check for Mutitia and we'll we'll laugh all the way to the bank. You
1: know, <laughs> either that or rob you blind and steal a bunch of shit. From <laughs> me. That's usually what these guys do out here. So at least the, the no talent bums.
3: Yeah, because that's something that we did with this character was I offered uh, Vanelle part ownership of the character, mm-hmm. you know, so that she has an interest in it. So. Whatever we do with it, if something comes of it, you know, it's all hers, too.
2: Well, it kind of gives me permission to be super creative with her, too. You know, to just really full-on just be her.
1: I think you do well, really well. I was wondering if you were uh, a local talent or or a professional actress. So, this this is when we started watching the videos and uh, Strebo started coming on the show and everything, so...
2: Well, yeah,
1: she's, she's a lot of fun yeah well you know Vanelle is is
3: uh local here to the carolinas and she's a professional actress as well so
2: both,
1: both. yeah, I, yeah I didn't
2: know how to answer that i was like huh if it's an a or a b or can i <laughs> Both.
1: <laughs> it can be both it's both and we're
3: very fortunate to work with her i'd love to put her in in more projects but i i feel uh I don't know the whole mutitia thing. It just came together like it was meant to be. I mean, she just seems perfect for it. So,
1: now, Vanelle, are you working professionally? Or do you make money off this enough to uh, live off of it? Or? I do. I,
2: okay. I'm pretty much full time. I mean, you know, like any any job. Sometimes there's some slow.
1: So slow you're a time. scream queen then. Basically.
2: I am officially yes. <laughs> I've I've heard rumors. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs>
2: But it's fun. You know, I grew up loving horror films and all of that. So, you know, it's pretty cool. And it's pretty cool to be in that category with a lot of other great ladies who are, you know, some of them I'm very good friends with as well. So and that was that's the one thing I'm excited about with the uh, Mad Monster Party. I think it's going to be kind of like a family reunion with uh, some of the people that are coming, whether they're coming as guests or whether they're coming, um, you know, just to visit or whatever. I think it's going to be really cool and fun.
4: Well, and like you said, you're like a sque- a scream queen of the new generation, so it'll be kinda cool to mingle and interact with the scream queens of the eighties and yeah. like the late seventies. Like it'll be awesome. Linda Blair
5: and yeah.
4: Wallace Stone.
2: Well, I'm most excited to officially meet Dee in person. Um, I've worked with her daughter. I worked with her daughter this past summer in a movie called 869 that was shot out in Texas. But actually, before meeting her daughter and working with her daughter, I knew Dee through um, another website that she has that's called Conscious Creation. i had been following and listening to her show on there. So I'll actually get to physically meet her in person. So I'm super excited about that.
4: And with the connection that you have, you'll get more than just a quick uh, handshake and an autograph. Oh,
2: she already told me. We emailed about it, and she already said, "You know, yay, we'll get to hug in person." So, yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, she's a she's a super super cool lady. I just I love her. She's like right now I consider her like a mentor. So
4: that's definitely someone to look up to in the industry. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: She was
3: phenomenal phenomenal actress i mean she's so believable she d Wallace stone when you look at her acting the word that comes to mind is verisimilitude
4: you mm-hmm. believe
3: every bit of it you know at, in the howling when she's yes when she's changing you're just like whoa this is so intense and even early on when she first runs into eddie and her emotions are so raw and so real mm-hmm. fantastic actress
2: yeah, yeah this, I'm act- i'll this, actually oh, sorry that's actually she is going to be my acting coach Oh, cool. Awesome. Yep.
5: Oh,
4: that's a really cool story.
6: Yeah.
4: Anyone yeah, we... else that you're excited to meet? I don't meet. I'd be all over Angus Scrim. I, I'd i love to meet the tall man. <laughs> not not going to have many more chances, I don't think.
2: Oh, yeah. Now I'm excited to meet everybody. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I just... Sorry, someone was, like, making faces at me through my door, and it distracted me.
6: <laughs> I was like, what are you doing?
4: <laughs> Random voyeurs
3: and stuff. Yeah,
2: I just I don't, know, I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> you know, yeah,
3: J-Dog no, it, has, like, incredible. gang battles outside his door.
1: <laughs> Rapists <laughs> running around in the parking lot. And, it's well, true. Where I uh, live, I have to fight the crime.
2: Uh, Aw.
1: <laughs> I'm, like, kick-ass. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But yeah, no, so I'm get, I'm excited because I'll get to I'll get to meet all of them as Mutitia and then I'll get to meet all of them as Vanel. <laughs> hmm.
4: That will be cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I can't Guys, wait to do a convention. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Sue.
3: I was just uh, wondering if I could ask a question to Vanel on your behalf. There, um, I, something I'm curious about about individuals that play horror hosts is, you know, how do you feel about approaching this other? persona because it's it's more than just a regular a, a normal role where it's just words on the page and you know you do your time and you go out but it's going to be kind of a recurring character that at these conventions people are going to some of them going to start to call you mutitia and not mm-hmm. Vanel.
2: you mm-hmm. know
3: it's going to be a persona
2: yeah, I think the the key is I thought a lot about it and it's to make sure never to take anything personal, whether it's good or bad, to remember whatever is for Mutitia is for Mutitia and not Vanell and whatever's for Vanell, you know, is for her. So people love Mutitia, that's her thing, you know, just it's, it's you know, i thought about that. How do you keep them separate? And, you know, obviously you do that a little bit with the hair and the makeup, but I mean, really just allowing Mutitia to be herself and to not think in the mind of vanelle but to think in her own mind and to like i said not take anything personal if that yes. makes sense
4: be almost like a split personality
2: yeah <laughs> hopefully i won't need therapy after all of this
4: <laughs> yeah look look what you started jamie <laughs> the bills will be rolling in
3: <laughs> but that makes sense that that sounds like a good way to uh to approach it and keep it Keep it all separate, but hopefully, yeah. uh, one day you guys at Exploited Cinema, you can you can check out Rags and Psycho Holocaust, and uh, you know maybe give us some feedback on the first episode of Mutitia's Movie Morgue, and you can have Vanelle on as a guest. That would be awesome. You could talk mm-hmm. to her about a lot of fun.
1: We'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to review the films and uh, check some stuff out. So this
4: definitely has me excited. I want to check it out as soon as I can. Actually, very cool. I don't want to wait around. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, everyone else, if you're not in Canada, you don't have to wait. Come join us at the Mad Monster Party, March 23rd, 24th, 25th. There there are enough guests there that you're, you'll go crazy trying to see them all. If you want to just watch movies at the film festival, I have programmed it from beginning to end to blow your mind. It's going to be an amazing event. Just go to themadmonsterparty.com. And get all the info you need there um, If you want to follow Vanelle, Learn everything you want to know about her Get on Twitter uh, at Vanelle Lynn and, With uh, one you- N
2: Lynn with one N Because there is a Vanelle Lynn with two N's That's the only reason why I say that Believe it or not there's another Vanelle Lynn.
4: <laughs> hmm. You have a doppelganger on uh, Twitter
2: I, I do She's in New York
1: <laughs> Is she Crazy. an actress too as well? Or? No but okay. we
2: follow each other Because I just Think it's funny that you know of all the names in the world, you know, yeah, somebody actually has my made-up name so I mean, my dad made it up, not that I made it up, but yeah.
6: Right.
3: <laughs> there's a Muticia too. I couldn't. Yes,
6: it. I saw out of, that. Out
3: of all the, you know, out of all the names I make up, here's surely there's nobody named Muticia. There's a mutitia. She actually emailed us. She's like in Venezuela or something. Yeah, she Tennessee emailed us mad. That. She was mad at one point that we were using her name. <laughs>
1: it's she's her real like, name, right? Oh, is I she am you, <laughs>
3: Hostess? Yeah, it's her real name. Oh,
1: okay. Wow. I, I don't know. Wow. No,
3: she's not a horror hostess. No, she's just you know uh, like a
2: what. You know what? She needs to stop complaining. She only pays 12 cents a gallon of gas, so. <laughs> That's
6: right.
4: <laughs> I wish. <laughs>
2: She can talk to me when she's paying almost four bucks a gallon of gas.
4: <laughs> yeah. We pay $1.20 a liter.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty high,
1: too. <laughs> yes. 12, Twelve bucks for a pack of smokes? Yeah, that, too. That's yeah. outrageous. I would have quit a long time ago. Yeah, I'm addicted. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vanell, um, uh-huh. what's your favorite horror film? uh poltergeist although i will
2: tell you one of my new favorites is um el Orfanado. i haven't Finn.
1: seen that one is that Thor new or?
2: no it is uh no it's probably what four year three or four years seven yeah yeah
3: seven the first uh video review for it was posted on youtube by none other than the mutantville players at mutantville.com we rated it an eight out of ten very very atmospheric produced by Guillermo del Toro Love
6: um, him.
3: a real great film you know there are a lot of horror films that are rough around the edges that you wouldn't hold up as a great piece of cinematic work but El, El Orfinado is not one of them beautiful cinematography excellent mm-hmm. craftsmanship throughout fantastic acting um, really mm-hmm. good, good choice
2: but you gotta read subtitles or speak Spanish
1: J-Dog mm. hates subtitles
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't do either yeah it is such a good, <laughs> yeah, I love supernatural thrillers. I think that's like my favorite type of horror film i like I like the things that go bump in the night and you can't see
1: okay, okay, I see did you um enjoy insidious or
2: i did I thought it was a very good p g thirteen um horror film it it wasn't the scariest thing I've seen, but I thought. You know, you could take the kids to see it, and they wouldn't have nightmares. So I,
1: I just thought that because you said you're a Poltergeist fan, maybe you would have noticed uh, some of the things that they, I don't want to say stole, but...
2: They did. I did notice that. Okay. And I, that's what keeps it from being, you know, super high on my list because I, I just love Poltergeist. I mean, even to this day, if I watch Poltergeist, I get a little freaked out. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as like monster movies, um, for me, my main squeeze is Freddy Krueger. Ah, oh,
4: okay, okay, <laughs> cool. That's funny you mention Poltergeist because we actually talk about Poltergeist later
1: in the show.
5: Poltergeist
1: Two, ah. that is, I think more. Nope. We, we talk about both, but Poltergeist Two more in depth, I think.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And yeah, why is that?
1: Well, the whole point of like this show, we didn't really have anything
4: to throw together, so I just came up with an idea. We'd throw movie titles at each other and talk about our first viewings and our first experiences with childhood stuff.
1: memories basically on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> Poltergeist 2 came up so.
2: Yeah, I was I was hooked. The third one I was nah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, the first
2: two I really enjoyed. I don't know what it is it with the with the third of anything that's always really I bad. think
1: they had a, there was a mess of a problem and um, I don't I just I think that Poltergeist curse just followed him to the end. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. Is there any
4: third entry that's any good in any series, really?
2: No, not in any of the Star Wars.
3: I, uh, mean, I like
1: Return of the Jedi. But yeah,
3: I, not, I like Jedi. but
1: it was That's not really now, considered but, the third uh, film, though. I Alien,
3: 3, Alien 3 is decent. Mm-hmm. decent. Terminator 3 is decent. Mm-hmm. But, Dream Warriors. Like, yeah. Dream Warriors, I haven't seen definitely. that one.
2: But the third matrix made me want to go back and kill everyone in the first one.
1: Morpheus so. yeah. <laughs> in the head. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, Psycho three is good. You guys seen that? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Of course.
2: I have banned anything with the number three from my house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good point,
4: Bat, actually, because Psycho three is my favorite of the entry like in the whole series. So.
1: Mine too. Mine too. It's yeah, the about, sleaziest too. Really?
4: Over two?
1: Yeah, man, that that stuff with Jeff Fahey in the motel room, and yeah. I
4: I really like uh, Perkins' direction with it too, and like it's got a real Italian feel, like with the lighting and stuff. I don't know, I get a real kick out of it. It's kind of artistic in a way.
3: Uh, I haven't seen Psycho three. I've I've just kind of avoided. But Poltergeist, before you get off that, I got two words: mm-hmm. Toby Hooper. People deal with it. He's the director. Okay that's why that movie is good
1: life force is a great example of um big budget him working in a big budget system so if anybody and we talk about it too later in the show but if anybody thinks he can't handle i mean i don't know it's it's neither here nor there if he can handle the budget but can he put um large events like chaotic scenes in a city like apocalyptic together yes he can do that you know he's 50 50 to me half his films are good half are shit it's true, but the good ones, TCM, the Good ones are
3: good. Poltergeist, Pol- uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Salem's Lot.
1: Eating Alive's not bad either. Yeah. Decent. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2.
4: <laughs> big fan, big fan.
1: Well, with that, guys, I guess uh, why don't you give out the um, URL again real quick for Mad Monster Strebo, and then we'll have Vanel roll the show out. To the break, of course. We're not, it's not, we're going to come back. But
3: <laughs> the website is the mad monster party, all four words together, .com. You'll find everything you need to know there. It's Charlotte, North Carolina, March 23rd, 24th, 25th. You've got guests, you've got movies, you've got events, you've got the dual truck, you've got Christine, you've got the green goblin head. What
1: more do you need? Well, thank you for coming on, guys. Vanella, we really appreciate you coming on and go ahead and, um, Pitch her uh her her URLs too as well if you want.
4: I just want to say thanks for coming on the show as well. It was a pleasure, guys. It's nice Aww. to get to talk to you, Vanel. And well, Jamie, I don't get to me. talk to you enough. Oh, it was a pleasure. <laughs> anytime. Anytime at all. And I promise not to give you the middle finger and a picture next time either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it just it felt like oh I already offended him and I haven't even <laughs> spoken. <laughs>
4: No, I'm just kind of surly like that. Don't don't mind me. (laughs) Thanks, j Dog.
3: It was good getting to talk to you this time out. I hope we uh, get to do more of it in the future. You guys keep up the greasy work.
4: Thanks, bro. Well, with that, roll us on out, Vanel, Or give us your URL.
2: Yeah,
1: and then roll us out.
2: Well, you can find me on imdb.me backslash Vanel or my website, which is Vanell.com. It hasn't been updated in a really long time, but I'm working on that.
0: And
3: follow her at Twitter at Vanel Lynn with one N.
2: Yes, <laughs> thank you. I was I forget about Twitter. This is Mutisha, the movie goddess, and you're listening to Exploited Cinema with J Dog and Bat Thirty Two.
0: Canon Films the home of high-powered, high-voltage motion picture entertainment. With the screen's biggest spectacles, brightest stars, and boldest lineup of explosive entertainment. We're taking motion picture excitement over the edge and your box office over the top. Cannon films and weird dynamite. Do you still believe in horror exploitation sleaze and cheese and all that goes with it? If so, come check out Behind the Mask podcast. And if you don't believe will make you believe
6: Check out your ultimate guide to movies, music and nostalgia at behindthemaskpresents.com Some good
4: shit. Hey grandma, you better stay on my end before I smoke your way.
6: will
4: uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah yeah yeah. This is J Dog, he's back. Exploited cinema Buddha bag. I'm here with the San Francisco treat, Bat Fruity 2. What up, fool?
1: <laughs> oh boy. You got something new for the for each show, don't you? Some kind of uh homosexual innuendo on on my expense. <laughs> A new way to diss yeah it's like diss 101
4: but what we got in the buddha bag we ain't got fuck all barely enough to twist one up here if i can twist one question that's it
1: yeah it's like i could pack a oney with it
4: <laughs> I don't know, man it's like we scored it from the rostas in the park or something it's <laughs> pretty skimpy fuck
1: shake a fucking leafer basically
4: mm, pretty much pretty much twigs and pebbles dog oh shit but yeah there is something though it's from our homeboy at Profondo Cinema, DeBarsh, or fucking Jay Scott, or whichever he's going by, Danny
5: I. going by J. Or... Scott
1: Thompson, so a little, Hunter, little Hunter-esque uh, acknowledgement there. Word up, word up. Sorry, I didn't like the Rum diary, so I'm just going did... to say it right now. It didn't like you either. Did you see it? Not yet, no. Okay, okay.
4: Yeah, so keep your pie holes I'll shut. I'll
1: contain it, I'll contain
4: it. You, you contain it. <laughs> But anyway, he goes on to say, fellas, thoroughly enjoyed the Michael Parry episode. He said, it was like a trip down different sections of my childhood. I must confess that I'm afraid to revisit the three films you've discussed, as I'm quite sure that any pleasant memories that I have of them will be tainted by the truth. Yeah, And these films, and the music contained within, are awful, and only represent a happy place in time. Uh, I don't know, man, it's, I still feel it he goes on to say, with that said, I'll embrace the thought that these movies are of superior quality instead of tarnishing my childhood. J. Scott Thompson. Then he says, P.S., congratulations on the Rondo nomination, and thanks for getting us nominated, if that's how it went down. Good luck. Yeah.
1: I don't think that the films are going to be, is going to tarnish anything. I mean, well, don't. Don't even bother with uh, Eddie, Eddie 2. You, you don't want to your... go down that road.
4: But... <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> I... You better watch Old oh, Man. That was fucking the one he Ed... liked. I'm the just... band the band and Eddie 2, they're out looking for you. They heard the shit you were talking. Like that fucking big dude that played the bass, he's going to break your arms, he said. Oh, fuck. The fucking Rick Diesel said he's going to kneecap your ass. I
1: think they're the... going to put me to sleep with the fucking uh, half-hour little melody. <laughs>
4: Yeah, they'll, they'll do something. They'll fuck, they'll <laughs> ass fuck you. They'll get you.
1: <laughs> I hope not. But, uh, eh, well. They're not, I mean, it wasn't bad. I don't know. It kind of, I think you're going to start picking movies that you know I'm going to hate. So, because it gets the great banter going back and forth. So,
4: I right, just pick stuff that's good. Not my fault. You don't know a good movie if it fucking raped you in the back alley.
1: Well, hold on. You expected me to hate all of these films, I think, because you were surprised that I liked Eddie 1. I was like, no, I really like that film. And you're like, really? Well, I think you're really going to dig Eddie 2. And I'm like, alright. And then I watched it, and then, like I said, I was like, man, I want to like this.
4: Just let let yourself go, man. Just go with it, brother. Embrace it.
1: I will not revisit. (laughs) Sorry. Sucker.
4: Streets of Fire, though, baby.
1: Yes, definitely. Definitely we'll revisit that one. Uh, hey, maybe we get a commentary going down the road yeah. for that one. So. Fuck yeah. Streets of Fire, just something I never mentioned. What's up with McCoy? Like, is, is she a lesbian or what?
4: Like, you know which one I mean. She was, like, the soldier chick. Yeah. Um, she seemed to be more interested I, in fucking Eddie's sister than fucking Eddie.
1: Maybe there's, uh, like, a sleazier script out there that would explain that. that uh but she's gonna. She was like, thinking of fucking Bill Paxton, though. Wasn't afterwards. that a PG had, movie, though? Well, it was like PG
4: thirteen or something. Well, I don't know. It had the fucking chick with no tits dancing on the
1: bar and stuff. So. Yeah, but you could like, you couldn't see him like. The tits are so
4: small, I couldn't tell they if were, it was a dude or it, a chick.
1: Yeah, that was that was that didn't count, and that might have been a boy. One of those fucking. Uh, what are those Filipinos. like uh, filipino boys
4: yeah you're pretending you don't know what they're called fuck you got three of them know, in your you closet
6: that shit. Yeah, that's
4: that's what you told the cops as you have a whole fucking room of them in your basement <laughs> they're dead like, i don't
1: I why mean, do you just assume they're dead
4: i didn't say they were oh. dead i said you have a whole room full of them I'm in giving your giving
1: away now
4: yeah fuck like you don't have to tell me what they are <laughs> You do what you will, brother. Fuck. You're in Michigan. That's a long <laughs> way from
1: me. When I added they're dead. Just because
4: I talked to you on Skype, I don't mean I got anything else to do with you, just in case anyone else is listening. You're like,
1: you're like this is incriminating me. Yeah, sad. Uh, I don't know
4: what the fuck this cat's talking about here.
1: <laughs> Where'd that come from?
4: Yeah. Michael Perry. <laughs> Fucking good stuff, man. World gone wild, J Scott. Get on that if you ain't seen it. Bruce Dern. Fuck, it's got, uh, that's got lots of cats in it.
1: I would, it's got, it's got got the
4: big black dude that that fucking from Briscoe County Jr. He's in it. Jay Scott, Jay Scott will know who I'm talking.
1: Yeah, they're into that shit.
4: Briscoe County, you should be into that shit too.
1: I, you know what? I don't know why I didn't get into it, you know. Billy
4: Drago in it. He's like, plays John Bly.
1: What's that? Got Bruce Campbell in it, right?
4: No. Fuck.
1: It's got got Bruce Campbell in
4: it. Of course it has Bruce Campbell in it.
1: Well, I never got into it. I I think I glanced at it a couple times on TV, but it just didn't... His Wonder Horse? When it was out, I was a kid that didn't know what the fuck I was doing or watching or I didn't know... It's good.
4: You were square.
1: Man, I didn't know it was fucking good. Now I know it's good. I definitely... Did it only last one season or... Eh... I guess quite a
4: few episodes, if it was only one What's
1: season. What's that other one that he did where, Any time traveling? Or was that the one where he time traveled?
4: Uh, Well, this is like the fucking it's sci-fi western kind of thing.
1: Okay. Let's
4: go yeah. county. That's jo- why I Joe never Pallotto's got it. was in dude. an episode, too. Really? Yeah, fucking A, man. Joe Pilato playing a cowboy. Get on that.
1: Well, I might have to check that we out. We should
4: be able to fucking steal some episodes somewhere. I got the whole box set. I remember when I got it, it cost me like 110 bucks or something. Why?
1: Because it's out of print?
4: or No, it was just I had to specially order it from a fucking bend over fucking retail store. And that's just what it was going for at the time. It was hard to get.
1: So it's the entire, there must be more than one season then. Yeah,
4: maybe. I don't know. It's this great big box set with like, twelve or thirteen discs or something.
1: Yeah, that's probably they probably went three, four seasons with that. Yeah, I don't know. There's probably some episodes on YouTube and stuff. I don't know, man. Like I got into Bruce Campbell hardcore for a while and then I don't know. I'm just kinda Yeah
4: Briscoe County he's fucking always gets the bitches and he's punching out mad fucking dudes and that's good. I like it. I get a kick out of it. I, I revisit it every now and again.
1: Well, if it's better than Moontrap, I'm all over it, because that's the last Campbell film I saw, and it was fun, but... (laughs) I
4: I ended up with Alien Apocalypse. Or My Name is Bruce.
1: Yeah, Alien Apocalypse is decent. Uh, A lot of people will probably be like, what? Um, It was goofy. I liked it, and it had um, Gabriella in it. I thought she was going to take her top off, and I was
4: hoping she would. I can feel It It was a sci-fi channel movie or something, so you ain't going to see no tits, but...
1: It was goofy in a fun way. I liked it. Like, uh, it was funny because it was like you could tell Bruce was just going with it. like he knew and he it was straight goofy. clowning with yes. it. Yes, that'd be a great goofy commentary just to like poop on it.
4: <laughs> yeah, it is pretty whack. Mm-hmm. It is pretty whack.
1: I wonder if J- the- oh, oh I was ahead. just
4: gonna say I wonder if Jay Scott's into the like familiar with that monsters series I've been watching.
1: You know, I never heard them guys mention it, and I never heard it mentioned on homepage. You're the first one to bring that up to me, so...
4: I, I remember, I grew up with that shit, but you, you'd think they'd be knowledgeable of it, like, be, being that it's produced by Dirty Dick Rubenstein, and...
1: Where, like, where did, where did like, that premiere? Was that on CBS, too, like, Tales from the Dark Side, or...? I think so, yeah, like, that shit came out the same year
4: Dark Side ended. It, it, it kind of was like, uh... Its predecessor sort of thing it, it, it ran until like 91 quite a few episodes man three seasons yeah but it's uh like not like the dark side focused on uh like a lot of sci-fi and shit like that where this is all straight monsters and horror and you get a lot of blood and i don't know the stories are more darker on monsters but like like i said michael gornick he did uh they he directed, what was it, two of the first four or five episodes I watched last night and both period pieces, like the only two period pieces they had so far in the series. Mm-hmm. He directed both of them. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting. They weren't bad. They weren't like the Fever Man's not bad. That's the very first one that what, what started the series. And that's Michael Gornick directed that one.
1: He must have been coming up off of uh, Creep Show too for them to give you know, be like, wow, Mike. Because I know um, he mm-hmm. had directed a few episodes on Tales from the Dark Side, but I don't. I think he yeah. got like an even. I think he got two just like Tom did. So, and I think it sounds like they gave him like the whole season or whatever. I mean, he got, you said five episodes or six episodes? No, no.
4: Two of the first five I've seen so far. he's I've only seen him directed two episodes
1: so far. So who knows? I mean, there's three seasons he might have had some more.
4: There's another one it. I seen was directed by Mark Shustrom.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The yeah. effects artist, right? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. But then, like, just like Tales from the Crypt, like, you had guys like Arnie and Michael J. Fox and all kinds of cats would come on and direct an episode.
1: Yeah, I never saw that Arnold episode of Tales from the Crypt, but I need to check mm. that out. Yeah, I've seen them all. Like, But, yeah,
4: no, this monsters, man, like, I don't know. Fucking get on it, people. If you ain't never heard of it, uh, track it down. Fuck it. We found a channel on YouTube that's got all three seasons, all the episodes. I've just been digging right into them.
1: Yeah, we should post that link on the uh, Facebook page, too, as well. We for should. Sure. Yeah. It's good, cheesy 80s fun.
4: It's like it's it better than Freddy's Nightmares. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I could tell. I mean, they had um, just one of the episodes that I just scanned through when when we ran across it last night was had um, Busemi in it, and yeah, I'm all about that. So fucking.
4: It's also got Dick Smith was like a special effects consultant.
1: Oh, really? For the entire series, or
4: every episode I've seen so far. Wow. Consultant, like mind you, some of the effects aren't that good, but the cool concepts, and I don't know, it's. I'm, I'm really feeling it. I'm really feeling it. So check that shit out if you ain't found it. And it's for all the Romero heads out there, just with the Romero ties. Like I gone, never like knew Rubenstein about it. Rubenstein and shit. Now see, you got to dig deep like the J-Dog. I'm here to educate.
1: Well, it's uh, obscure, so. <laughs>
4: it's definitely obscure. Like
1: Last night, yeah, I was just like, you're like, what
4: are you doing? I'm like, I'm fucking trying to find this series from late 80s. Like this fucking monsters, man.
1: Like then we found some rips for those rips. I'm I'll probably get those rips. They were eighteen bucks or I whatever. I messaged
4: that cat and asked him if he still has any because I noticed he ain't been active for over a month. So wanted to make sure well, I no, actually you get che- something if I PayPal'd him.
1: If you if you click um buy or whatever, it'll take you to his personal page, and he's a uh, he's got dVdR rips mm-hmm. like uh um, looking
4: but he ain't been logged in in like a month it said
1: on even on his site. official page yeah
4: oh okay that's why i didn't want to just up and buy something right away because like well, this fucking guy like i'm gonna make sure he gets back to mm. me on an email first
1: yeah make before sure you I put money into something. his account right yeah fucking a rights bubba you got well, that right brother let me know uh tell him that you know i'm interested too and in, in a set so i i've got the dough so yeah man fuck <clears throat> But yeah, check
4: that shit out, like all you fans of fucking that series fucking horror shit like Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Dark Side, fuck Freddy's Nightmares, all that good time stuff, man. Track it down. Monsters. Dirty Dick Rubenstein Productions.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll post the link on the Facebook page, so. Yeah, yeah,
4: man. De- 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 definitely, if you're around my age, you would have, like, I would have been, what, uh, 88 when this shit came out? Eleven. So that's right in that time where stuff like this is good. It's good times. Like I remember Saturday night, you'd get this every night. Or I'd have been
1: two. I'd Saturday. have been in the cradle
4: still. So like this and Freddy's nightmares. I was eating up around this time.
1: Yeah, good times. That's awesome, man. I'm I'm looking forward to digging digging into this, but I think I'm gonna wait till um to see if we can get those sets because I'd rather dig in on the DVD player, you know.
4: Yeah, yeah. Word, me too. I'm just a junkie. I just been sick and. Lame well, I
1: know you want them for archival purposes too, because it's part of your childhood. So. Yeah, and I have all the horror series. Like, fuck, gotta have it. Gotta have it, man. Let's Let's talk about um why we need. Why do we feel the need to complete our collection with all the stuff from our childhood because i've been doing it too i'll go and track down old cartoons or because i used to watch the max and uh the head on um on mtv i tracked those down and picked all those up and uh cool it's it's weird man what, what is the phenomenon here what, what is the attraction to that are we trying to complete our
4: our it's life nostalgia or? man it's like and it's stuff you grew up with like for me i don't know i'll get Cause I'm I'm I, I live by myself and I'm pretty fucking I don't know don't really do much sit around the house and yeah man my childhood was my good time so I, I don't know I just get these nostalgia days where I fucking think back and I just get a feeling like oh man I gotta watch RoboCop and Big Trouble in Little China and eat fucking pizza pops and Captain Crunch today cause. That's what I did at my grandma's when I was 12 years old that summer.
1: So you get the fucking Captain Crunch out, like fucking on shit. your day off. Oh
5: yeah. <laughs>
1: well, I know you're getting into the Nintendo, and uh, I know I know about that nostalgia because I've I've done that many a time. So I busted out the old systems.
4: Oh, and Nintendo! I'm so fanatic because I didn't really have the good shit growing up. So I had a Nintendo, but only a few basic games. and... Yeah, I got, like, every game I ever wanted as a kid
1: now. Well, that's how it went back then. Like, I had a, I had a buddy who basically broke it down to me. He's like, he, you know, even my generation was spoiled with the games. He was like, no, nah, man, you got, like, one game a year, and, like, if you played any other game, it was because your buddy had the game, and he would bring his game over. And that's how you, you would get to feel all the Yeah, or you rented it if you were lucky cuz i know back in the early days not a lot of video stores had come around yet to the game systems at least that's what i understand around my area so they were they were like as expensive as a movie to rent like mm-hmm. four, 4
4: bucks and for one night
1: well i remember my parents buying nintendo games and it being fucking 80 bucks so that's like that's like the vhs's you know oh yeah
4: oh fuck no nintendo games are expensive <laughs> Sorry, I'm wandering around as I record. <laughs> Opening and closing the doors. I'm I'm letting my Filipino boys out to take a piss. Oh, I'm yours
1: not, are all still alive.
4: Oh yeah, I guess, man. I you, you don't I get steal and starve,
1: and starve them.
4: No, I pimp them out. Oh. <laughs> no one rides free. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, cartoons and stuff. I, for me, it takes me back to the good old days, like. And I'll have evenings where I'll sit down and I'll watch three hours of Flintstones followed by fucking two hours of Scooby-Doo, and I'll fucking top it off with a couple hours of, like, fucking, uh, what was that? Fucking the, the, the wacky Olympic show that Hanna-Barbera had. I can't remember what it was called.
1: I don't think i ever seen that. I've seen a, a lot of those Hanna-Barbera cartoons, though, growing up. Well oh, yeah,
4: or I'll get it. I'll like fucking rock out the Transformers or
1: just all kinds of good
4: old good old style shit, shit that I remember seeing as a kid. I don't know, just I watch the same movies over and over again too. It's like ah, nostalgia night, and I'll fucking be watching Dawn of the Dead and all kinds of shit. Real, it's real cheesy stuff too, like the stuff from when I was about ten to thirteen. Is that's my golden age stuff.
1: For some reason, I can't uh, revisit some of that cheesier stuff. um eh, some of it. I, I don't know. I guess it just depends. Um,
4: you didn't grow up in the time when that was the norm, though, so I kind of got used to it, and now it's well,
1: like... oh, the 90s was... There was a lot of bad, goofy garbage, you know what I mean, coming out. Uh, Corman was producing a bunch of fucking... The late Corman stuff. Yeah. The 80s stuff, but...
4: You weren't around for like the at least the '80s cheesy, goofy stuff. Still had like a fun feel to it and stuff. Like yeah, by the '90s shit had gotten so watered down and like, the scripts weren't there. And I don't know, they just didn't have those fun fucking '80s feel to it.
1: And like, that it '90s camera, camera, the cameras they used in the '90s looked almost borderline soap opera made for TV. At least like um, what Corman was producing back on. You know well, what I mean it's a lot of the
4: more low budget stuff they weren't using film anymore they were some of it was shot on video or they're using these new cheap style cameras t v yeah.
1: cameras basically I'm thinking is what it is very so. well
4: could very well could have been t v cameras <laughs> with fucking like portable fucking uh Betamax recorders and
1: stuff. I hope not but it it does have a grain to it um, I think he was just shooting on some. Using some different cameras, uh, he might have been shooting some of those on film, but, yeah, Yeah, I mean, I grew up on Cinemax, so, I mean, I got to glimpse a lot of the 80s stuff, but to be honest, I've seen more of it now with the internet and DVDs than I could have ever taken in back in the day. Oh, totally, man. Totally. I'm right, I'm still getting to see movies I've wanted to
4: see since I was 8, 10, 12 years old. Like Stuff you've been
1: trying to track down. <laughs>
4: Weekly, yeah, stuff I seen in Fangoria Magazine as a kid, never could find a copy, or seen it somewhere, and seen it at a video store, fucking someplace where I didn't live, or like, I don't know, there's there's, there's this one VHS, it's a prism clamshell, it's called Horror Express, with like this evil face looking out this broken wood, and I've been trying to get that shit forever, because I remember
1: seeing that as a kid, and it fucking twisted me up. You're still searching for it? What did it never get released on DVD here? Nope. I don't think so. I might have just got a
4: release, actually, because there was a Horror Express just got released. I don't know if it's the same film, but I see the fucking clamshell go for sale once in a while. I just don't want to pay like 20, 30 bucks for it.
1: What, on I, eBay? eBay's? E- eBay VHS
4: sites on Facebook,
1: whatnot. Well, well if I run of, across a copy, I'll, I'll throw you it. So. Yeah, man, fucking horror express.
4: Anyone listening out there has that one? Hook hook a brother up,
1: man. My birthday, I just had it. Don't forget. Belated. Yeah, it just came out. uh, It just came out on Blu-rays. It's starring Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. Could be. Could be. Okay, well the yeah, it's it's out on Blu-ray and DVD. You're right. It just came out um, November. I don't know if it's the same one. Look into it. But yeah, the the blu rays uh I could get you a Blu-ray right now for 10 bucks of it. I'll get my own Blu-ray. Wow. You said you were having trouble tracking it down, so... The VHS, man. You want the VHS? I gotta have the VHS.
4: That fucking artwork on it creeps me out. Makes me fucking shit my pantaloo. Anyway, I was going to say, I just... Uh, I'm waiting for the guy to send me an invoice, but technically, I think I bought these two VHS tapes. Remember that one fucking, I think it was Dale Roy was telling us about with Rugger Hauer fucking post-apocalyptic where they play in that game with the skulls and shit?
1: Well, when he called in, he was telling us about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fucking,
4: uh, uh, I can't remember what the hell it's called now. Did you track it down or? Yep, this guy had it. Uh, It's like a cut box, but. I'm gonna grab that and uh, this Linda Blair film I've been looking for, like machine guns and her and a bunch of kids kicking ass in South America kind of thing.
1: Sounds pretty sweet. Uh, let me know if it's any good. So.
4: Oh, it probably won't be no good, but I've been looking for it forever. Twenty bucks, shipping included. So well, to uh, I've got shipping some... is gonna cost twelve bucks. So. Really, I've got i got some. Them for four uh... bucks a piece. 4 Bucks a piece, yeah. 12 for shipping. Oh, 12 for the shipping, but fucking shit. Well, yeah, I I know where he's coming from. The guy's from Canada, and that's about what it'll cost him to ship it to me because it cost me eight bucks to ship one. So, yeah, 20 bucks, 10 bucks a piece. Fucker, hard to find movies. I needed them.
1: I don't know, man. I just I want to buy some VHS, but like, I don't just. I don't like the shipping prices. Well, no, me neither. But for a
4: movies that I can't find and that I'm like hardcore bent on getting, I'll pay twenty. I'll pay ten bucks a piece for a VHS to get them.
1: That's why I like DVD rips because you can pack a lot of them and they're pretty light and.
4: Well, these will be DVD rips once I get them, but the VHS will go into the archives. The bloody heroes. That's what that shit's called. Oh, okay. The Bloody Heroes. And then that Linda Blair film, I can't remember what it's called, because the picture is blurry. I can just tell it, what it is, though. Because my response was, I want Bloody Heroes and the one between Angel and My Bloody Valentine that's blurry.
1: <laughs> what is that on the Traders uh, page? Yeah. Okay. You've been buying stuff off there? Yeah, every once in a while I do. I see all kinds of good stuff on there, but... Oh, yeah, man. Lots
4: of good, sh- good shit on there. I... I Eh, once in a while, if I see, come across, that's where I got like my Boggy Creek, and I'm actually working on a deal for American Nightmare and the Vindicator VHS right now.
1: See What's what that uh, American stuff. Nightmare VHS look like? Mint?
4: Yeah, man, it's still got the fucking bottom flap and everything. Media. Wow. And then the other one is uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember what the fucking what it is. Prism Embassy, I think. Vindicator is what it's called.
1: Yeah, I've heard of that. Let me know if that's any good. I've been looking to check that out. Fuck, I've been looking for that one for a long time, couple years. So I had a chance to uh, check out American Nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently. Um,
4: Michael Ironside, bitches. Not as sleazy, not what you'd expect from him,
1: though. He Well, he's hardly in it, which that's I was kind of disappointed with. You weren't um, supposed to say that, bitch. Well... We're not we don't give we won't give anything away, but is he's, he's in it enough to say he's a supporter, uh a heavy hitter, but Supporting know. actor,
4: yeah. Very uh Nightmare in a Damaged Brain esque I think kinda has that feel to it.
1: I'm gonna it's... go out on a limb and say Nightmare in a Damaged Brain is better.
4: Oh, it is, it's better, okay. but this has that sleazy that sleazy fucking backstreet feel to it though.
1: Okay, well that's where I'm gonna, where that's where I want to come in with this, because I, I I'm glad you're on the same, you know, on the same boat with me on on nightmare being better, nightmare in a damaged brain, but well, um, it's sleazier, better kills, just a right. better
4: story, yeah.
1: And and the, the leads, I think he's more interesting. But
4: what what Ooh, American oh, yeah, Nightmare Matt Tatum is fucking whacked out,
1: yeah. What what American Nightmare has is the it's just like. Um uh, it's all takes place around a uh, uh strip club and it's just strip club scene, strip club scene, strip club, <laughs> scene, <laughs> strip club scene, strip club scene, it's like titties non stop. Oh yeah, man.
4: <laughs> Very sleazy, yeah. Like the guy fucking pretty much lives in the strip joint. Uh
1: the movies like I thought the movie was set in like uh, out on the streets or whatever kind of but it's it's mainly in the strip club. I think that they ran out of money. Strip clubs and
4: straight razor killings really is what it's all about. It's decent though. I need to check it out again. I need to give it a giallo ish even too, eh? Like mm-hmm. the killer with the black gloves and a Canadian giallo, if you will.
1: It's interesting, and I've I've heard that they shot a little bit of it. I don't I could have sworn IMDb said they shot some of it in Ohio. And i I imagine <laughs> maybe they uh maybe they shot some of the street strip. scenes or something, maybe.
4: Maybe the strip club
1: scene, maybe. Mm-hmm. But there it was shot up up in Canada too as well. So in Toronto, so it was one of those tax shelter
4: films, yeah.
1: That's probably why they shot in Toronto because they wanted to get the the tax incentive and then wanted to shoot some like streets of, I don't know where they shot Cleveland or Cincinnati or something like that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, back then, yeah,
4: that tax shelter thing was great. I think every dollar invested to the film could be like a tax write off.
1: Yeah, we've got that here in Michigan now, and it's bringing a lot of Filmmaker 50 Cents here. Been making movies and shit in Grand Rapids, so... 50 Cent. Uh, and making a bunch of straight-to-DVD yeah. straight to movies, but... Uh, Word yeah. up. Hey, man. Fuck, I
4: almost forgot. You better uh, punch up that question from your uh, boy Detroit What. He made a comment on the show, like on the Blogspot page. I just remembered that.
1: So, yeah. Uh, fuck, man. I don't know. I I, I checked this... Um, the Exploited Cinema page, like, once in a while, but it seems like more people are writing in, so... You don't check it enough, dog. Ah, uh, clearly. Detroit What wrote in. Again, this is our Detroit gangster. Uh, yeah,
4: this is how he corresponds. is through blog spot. Detroit What? Straight up gangster. Fucking motherfucker slinging rocks and shooting bitches in the face.
1: Nine milli spilling faster than chili. <laughs>
4: yeah, what you, what you said.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, he writes and it says, uh, currently listening to the show as I type. Glad to see another show posted on the subject matter. And the subject matter has me intrigued. Um, I guess he's referring to the Eddie episode.
4: Yeah, yeah. See, he's intrigued.
1: Bat32, I have somewhat of a large-sized collection of rare DVD and DVD-Rs. If I can help... uh, you out with a copy of anything you need for yourself for the show feel free to let me know i'd be glad to help out the show and he gives his email address which i'm not going to give out but no, no no
4: there you go man fucking be super cheap shipping you in detroit what can start fucking sending shit back and forth and juice up the show's archives
1: well yeah man uh we could definitely uh work something and um i'm just waiting on the burner to arrive and stuff I had some technical difficulties, um, at the start of the month, and, uh... Well, fucker, I... you always got technical difficulties.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. What... It's like, my internet don't work, I can't steal it today, my Frankenstein computers fucking got AIDS, fucking...
5: <laughs> yep.
4: Oh, shit, I just knocked my computer on the floor and busted it all the fuck, <laughs> like...
1: Oh fuck!
4: It's I, Like I fucking heard it all already, man. I
1: I accidentally made the fucking computer into a pizza and ate it. I don't know, man. That wouldn't surprise me. You, it sounds like it sounds like terrible excuses, but I I I shit you not, it's all real.
4: Because i just like, it takes us forever to get a show cut. They're so sporadic, and it's like, motherfucker ain't even got a job. Like, <laughs> what the fuck's his excuse? I do have
1: I, a life, though yeah fuck i, I don't got, just i don't just chill at the house all the time if I had just sat around all day every day I would be fatter than a fucking yeah. house and I'm in decent shape so
4: fucking dedicate more time to the show i'd cut it on my birthdays i could be sick with pneumonia
1: just wait wait you didn't trooper. cut you didn't cut on your last birthday here though. Uh,
4: holy fuck I had to go to work this time
1: <laughs> would you would you have cut the show if i wasn't
4: working <laughs> okay. shit
1: yeah
4: okay it wouldn't better <laughs> better than sitting at home and a hey little, hold on i cut on stuff.
1: my birthday whoa we cut on my birthday you we did the david hess we did the david pizza. hess we did the david hess uh tribute well we had to i mean fuck my birthday it was tribute to the you didn't mention it was your birthday that day so it fuck. was i, th- I could have sworn wasn't it that day or no it was when we did the collins hey man the one of the one. days yes i did i blow, just didn't want to blow it up, up. my ass it was the yeah. call in, remember? Because Jay Scott asked me how old I was. Oh
4: yeah, mm. that's right. Old I did mention Jay's not quite old enough for ass.
1: I'm <laughs> plenty old enough for ass. Shit,
4: like Ugh, Jay Scott shit. was saying, you're only like fifteen or something.
1: <laughs> Back when fucking we were trading, and <laughs> he just threw me shit. The guy was this fucking stand-up man. He you. Fuck used to it. throw me tapes and shit and distort my little mind with this ah, sleazery. Fuck yeah, stand up, man! I now, good. now we're turning him on to sleazy shit. So. You, he wouldn't even need a peg leg if he was to get a leg knocked off
4: because that's how stand up he is. One leg is all he needs, man.
1: Yes, for sure. Well, Profondo Cinema. They're both both the cats are, are stand up, and uh, you know we appreciate. Uh, Anytime that they even, like, I, I cringe when they bring us up because I'm like, no, your show's better. Oh, no, I get a hard on. I love their show. Their show's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, I've been
4: digging in hard to it lately, actually, again. A- Axel, don't forget. Fucking Walking Tall, one and three, brother. I still need that shit.
1: Are they, or I think I heard them mention they were going to, weren't they going to do uh, an episode, a Walking Tall episode, or... <laughs> Oh no! I, I wanted to do a walkie town, so that's for a long
4: time. Maybe, maybe if they do do it, I can get in there too because I want to talk some Buford Puzz, puzzum too.
1: He's About the remake, all right? With uh, you could talk
4: about that. I've know never seen it. Oh, yeah. The, I really just... right. the rock gets the shit kicked out of him, so it's cool. Does he? They mm-hmm. cut him and shit. Oh
6: yeah.
1: They kill his kids. Uh, no, they rape
4: them.
6: Oh! <laughs> That's even worse.
4: Yeah, people be like, What? I'm like, no, nah, they didn't, but maybe. You never know.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Check it out if you want to see kids possibly getting raped. I'm not gonna say what happens. The rock gets cut though anyway.
1: Everybody's gonna go rent that just to see some sleazery.
4: Yeah, the walking tall remake. Anyway, the can...
1: Serbian version.
4: Yes, it is. Serbian cut. <laughs> yeah. well, you got anything more else to add to the Buddha bag? Fuck, it's got so much filler in it. Fucking, we're gonna be sitting on this shit forever. No one's gonna want it.
1: Uh, it's kind of weird. We had to fill that bag up with with our own stuff. So <laughs> filled it filled it up full of hot air. Really, that's what yeah. this
4: episode is. So it's just a fucking bunch of hot air. Like, you know, when we come back, we're just gonna shoot some more shit and trip <laughs> trip down memory lane and all that shit, I'm going to throw some titles at Bat32, and he can tell me about the first time he's ever seen it, or if he's seen if it. If I've
1: seen it, yeah. You
4: can do likewise to me, and fuck, I'll get in-depth, fuck. I don't give a fuck.
1: Well, I know you've seen everything I own. So I I've seen everything,
4: that. man. When I listen to other podcasts, too, like, people will be... T- I've just seen too many movies, period, I think, because, like, I listen to Profondo, and they'll be talking about all these other films, kind of like in their jabber, like we do, and Oh, I haven't seen that, or I haven't seen this, and I'm every time I'm like, well, I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen that, like, shit, that fucking uh, what's his face fucking that just came on their show, John Cross, he's talking about. him I'm like, after what?
1: after Movie Diner podcast,
4: yeah, man, I I really uh, like. I, I want to check some of that out actually, because I really liked that episode when he came on Profondo and they had like the Stallone mixer.
1: Guy's got some good stick, and um, he yeah, tries yeah. to mix it up. He plays music. I've heard a couple of episodes here and there. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm definitely. So.
4: I'm feeling it. But yeah, like, fuck. I just seen everything. Everyone references. Like, I'll be listening to their show, and then I'll just be like, yelling at, yelling to the fucking MP3 player, like, <laughs> wanting to just cut into the conversation and talk about it because I've seen it. But it's like, fuck.
1: I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Put your two cents in. Exactly, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I like about Profondo is that just about almost everything that they've covered I've probably seen or it's something I've wanted to see. So either they turn...
4: Dream a Little Dream? Ooh, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, I just got rid of those. Dream a Little Dream and Dream a Little Dream too. I didn't want them. I got rid of them. I watched... To me, I want them. I don't have them. Well, shit, man. If I'd have known that, i would have done some... Concentrating. damn right eh, i, dream I, I a little we, dream man that's
4: tight i was stoked when i seen that episode i was like oh nice nice
1: well, well i liked part two but um when i when i did the deal i was like well i can't have part one you know part two without part one it just doesn't make any sense so i was like eh. and i only watched them once when i after i ordered them so i've never seen part two it came on a two disc eh
4: like, uh, same disc kind of thing? Two movies. Um,
1: the ones I had were single disc releases. So, mm-hmm. the one, okay. the first one's from Artisan, which I think it had special features, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Artisan usually has supplemental features. I
4: don't know, that's good times, though. I like that flick. It's good stuff. Eh. Eh. eh fuck you. Whatever. Fucking possibly jam anything more into this Buddha bag fuck.
1: I think we smoked the cellophane. There is no bag left. He used used the fucking
4: bag as the paper. Fuck. (laughs) Just just chopped it up along with it. Make sure you go sell that shit in the park. (laughs) Fuck. Give us a bad name at Exploited Cinema.
1: I'll try not to.
4: Yeah. Well, now that the fucking uh, public's been warned,
1: tell these motherfuckers what they listening to, G. Me and the Lord of Greece are bringing down the lightning from the top of the mountain on! Exploited cinema!
6: Hey, Joey! I got some stuff you just gotta try! What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. What, chicken? Joey's in a gym. What should he do? Ooh. Uh, Kate. Get a pizza. Excellent. Get a pizza. Ken real. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him. Cowabunga!
0: Everybody knows when 42nd Street Pete is in the house. Anything goes. At the Grindhouse.
6: Turns you on, doesn't it, you little maggot?
0: Yeah. Every Saturday night. Mm. 9 p.m. Central.
6: Mm.
0: 10 p.m. EST.
6: If you want to be a party animal, you have to learn to live in the jungle.
0: This is my Grindhouse. 42nd Street Pete. These streets, staying alive, can be murder. You're going to be all right, man. All he wanted was a better life.
6: Are you asking me to marry you?
0: You know I quit the pochos for us. But for friendship. You come back to help us guard the barrio, mano. And pride.
6: I'm telling you, homeboy, I'm going to smoke you and your whole set. Cut the gun.
0: Pass wow. your fingers behind your head. Chiefs. Alice, I thought you smart enough. Those grays killed my cousin. He lost his freedom. Tell me what you know. Has anybody touched her? And lost his girl to the man who rules the streets. Don't you do nothing I don't tell you to do. He's got my girl in his house. I think I can help you bust him. Maybe we can cut a deal. Now, he's getting even. She means that much to you. Yes, she does. I think you and I are going to get along real well hit him and hit him hard crack house the hottest subject in america
1: Bat Grease Fiends. Uh, I don't know really what we're rocking into here. I think it's just a whole lot of randomness. And I'm joined
4: by the Lord of Grease himself, j Dog. What up, all my Crisco kids out there? But Bat 32, you're one of them.
1: You're a celebrity now, man. You're getting tit Yeah, I'm a fucking celebrity. You're getting tit pictures and shit. That's totally
4: celebrity status. For my birthday, we have some nice titties too. Horror check. Oh, motorboat. Oh yeah, it was like happy birthday, J Dog. J Doggy Dog. Exploited cinema rules, baby. That's what she was saying. That's what her titties were saying to me. Anyway. Mm,
1: that's that's exactly what was scrawled across the breast.
4: The breastises. Yeah, at Exploited Cinema, we get the best of all the breastuses. Someone must have been listening when I was saying send in pictures of your mm-hmm. titties. I've been saying it for fucking how long now? Like, over a year. Send in naked pictures of your old lady, send in titty pictures. Well, holy fucking lo and behold, one actually came in. (laughs) So,
1: um, do you feel like a rock star now or what?
4: Kind of, yeah. Well, how many fucking horror podcasts get titty pictures sent to them? Like, I know Dead Pit's got like the horror horror Dead Pit ladies. Like,
1: yeah, that one,
4: that one you can like see her box when she's hiking up her stuff. I was looking at that. That's right. I was like, whoa, I could see the side of her box. So, yeah, I, I don't quite have that. but
1: we're We just would fucking... like box pictures, though. We would,
4: yes. Camel toe pictures.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't have to be straight up penthouse style. Like, you can have some Wet clothes t-shirt. on. Really tight. Oh, yeah. Fucking titty picture, bra picture. But, yeah, I appreciate that. That was just good times, man. Fucking only at exploited cinema where you get that kind of goodies.
1: Is that the only birthday present you got? I know you bought yourself some shit, I think, or something. But... So far, and I haven't really bought anything yet either. Oh, really? Okay.
4: Yeah. Well, I'm sick right now, so fucking miss two days of work I won't get paid for because I'm out of sick time. So
1: Canada's economy is going to shut down, man. You spend some money. <laughs> exactly.
4: I don't spend some cash for two weeks. Fucking all of a sudden the fucking Dow goes down, the fucking. The Canadian Prime
1: Minister. <laughs>
4: The Prime Minister has to get his craft dinner. Because the Prime Minister, he gets his fancy craft dinner with Velveeta cheese. And yeah, man, if tax dollars don't come in, he might have to switch back to the regular kind like the rest of us.
1: I've actually got a box of uh, macaroni and cheese that just says generic. (laughs) That's what he's going to have to switch to.
4: That's what the poor fuckers on welfare get in Canada. Like, they just get a box every month.
1: It like, doesn't say a, no brand name. It just says uh, macaroni and cheese.
4: Yeah, the taxpayers they get craft dinner. Then there's the presidential craft dinner, prime minister's craft dinner. See, the more the more fucking uh, money and power you have, the more better quality your craft dinner is.
1: I didn't know that's how it worked. That's yeah, shit. that's
4: like how the fucking like, uh, social structure set up here, like for the people, like. Middle class, they can get spirals and the egg noodle brand craft dinner, and like the real rich and high class, they can get like the craft dinner like with shells and like the Velveeta pasta sauce, like the cheese sauce that comes in the fucking bag, like the good stuff.
1: What kind of craft dinner is Trailer Park Boys rocking? They they fucking get the welfare stuff. Okay, man. okay. Jailhouse
4: craft dinner. It's just sawdust and fucking macaroni. It's noodles.
1: ghetto in Nova Scotia, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Craft dinner. So but what yeah. are we? What are we Perfectly. talking about on here, anyway?
4: Uh, we're just talking all kinds of stuff. I don't know. We're gonna fucking talk about some movies, man. First experiences, fucking. Like I don't know. We're just gonna shoot the shit. Something different. And we'll talk about some of the classics and when we first seen them and what was your first take on it and how old were you? What were you doing? What were you eating? Fuck. <laughs> I don't
1: know. The smells, the sounds. Is there dog shit on the floor? (laughs) It was
4: your house, probably.
1: No, it would be cat shit. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Some
4: some kind of shit. Filipino shit.
1: Possibly.
4: You gotta let them boys out once in a while.
1: That's why they all died.
4: (laughs) I (laughs) guess. I forgot
1: about them.
4: I thought you choked them Gacy style or something weird.
1: Possibly. You kind of like a John
4: Gacy with long hair. (sighs)
5: <sighs> Never.
4: <laughs> you just don't run a KFC is the only difference. <laughs> You're not a colonel. No. Nope. You wish you ran a KFC. I, w-
1: I want to start my own fucking fried chicken hut up. You know what you need? Fried chicken,
4: liquor store, and a gun store all in the same building down in the ghetto in Detroit.
1: I don't it think that would go well, but... <laughs> fucking... I mean, Chicken—it's a lot milk. of money, but uh, I don't know oh, yeah. due do to the society and everything. And
4: you know, no, it's just fucking no. Oh, oh no, man! The fucking society would fucking just cast a fucking mean look at you, like what? It's like you're getting all the poor people drunk, and then feeding them chicken and giving them knives and guns. It's like it's exploitation at its finest, man. It's have it population right the, control, though. Right on the corner, where like the the black area meets the the white trash area meets the latino area meets chinatown are you're
1: talking about like eight mile nine mile, seven yeah, miles
4: yeah pretty much so that way you're not being racist you're, 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 you're <laughs>
1: including everyone
4: exactly you're exploiting everybody you're exploiting all the bums
1: well so they you, need to you're
4: not just picking solve- on you're not just picking on one bad area of town like You'd have it like a big Costco, fucking guns, liquor, fucking. Yeah,
1: I mean they need to serve like then they like, they need to serve like tacos and like. I was just gonna say you'd rice. have to fucking. Oh yeah, well,
4: yeah, you'd have like a food court there, man.
1: <laughs> Fried chicken. <Yeah. laughs> and you'd have everything. You'd
4: have like yeah, fuck yeah, it'd be like a big big strip mall, but all there'd be is liquor stores and fucking tattoo parlors and.
1: I was thinking it'd be like one of those like um, mobile. Uh stores restaurant thingies <laughs> with all yeah. of that like
4: like, like what tony park. montana worked in when he yeah, first like, came from
1: cuba you mean it's like, like we, the get tent work, city. Man,
4: we got a lot of dishes to, to wash here man
1: oh like, then dishes ain't gonna wash themselves man the little um it was a little diner is what he was working in That's yeah. right. he was living in the tent city no i'm thinking like a tent it's city shank I'm thinking a tent city of of uh, of all of these stores and restaurants. It'd be like a farm market or, or... in a tent city right now. Probably. <laughs> I would build one if I could. Yeah, it's city. too cold
4: up here, though. Yeah, it wouldn't work. But you gotta be like a flea market and shit. But
1: I could make a teepee city or something like that because you can have fires and teepees. And... Mm, then say you're Native American and open a casino.
6: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you guys.
4: Didn't you say you were half Cherokee, half Chippewa, or something?
1: Yeah, a little bit of Blackfoot, yeah. Yeah, Blackfoot. That's yeah. A it little Sioux chip, Sioux chip, yeah. Well, see, I knew there was some Chippewa there, yeah. So, yeah, and then, but I got the Mexican little mustache, so you got that little Mexican in there, uh, and then I got a uh, little Irish because I got the red. It's a real mutt mix. Uh, I don't know. Man. <laughs> <No doubt>. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little white devil in me, so fuck like well black. that explains the filipino
4: <laughs> i guess you're inbred Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck so where are we i don't know fuck let's talk some flicks man i don't know let's see throw something at me hit hit me baby hit me bitch
1: all right well i'm gonna be sending you with this vhs copy and you know what it is town that dreaded sundown
4: mm, town that dreaded sundown okay i remember the town that dreaded sundown uh uh first time I seen that, I probably would have been about eight, because uh, Battleford Video was still open at the time. It was a small mom-and-pop shop. It was the first one we had in Battleford where I grew up, a small town. And yeah, it was the fucking Warner Brothers Clamshell, because so, so that, was, that was the only release that was out at the time.
1: And just had like a small picture of Baghead on it, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a badass one. I wish I still had that
4: i'm yeah. looking for it <laughs> fuck me too but i remember uh we were living in the little house still i would have, yeah fuck remember taking that home watched it with my brother and uh i remember it freaked me out like the scenes where he was fucking kicking the shit out of those guys and stuff i thought that was badass and i uh i don't know for some reason what made me want to rent it at the time because i was really big into the friday the 13th stuff and uh Remembering Part Two, Tater Sack Jason, and then seeing a guy with a tater sack on the cover of this, it's like whoa! Like you're too young to fucking.
1: You thought he was Jason, didn't you? Well, not didn't think he was Jason, but you're too young to really. Maybe there's a connection. You yeah. want to watch just to see what's going. You, on. you see it just for that, and it's like whoa! Fucking dude
4: with a tater sack on. Same his thing head. with
1: Sleepaway Camp Two for me. I I never seen the movie, but I always remember. Well, I had seen the movie, but it was like years after, and I always go and look at that cover and go. Jason and Freddy are in the same film, <laughs> you know? Yeah,
4: see, I was a little too old to fall for that. But at the time of the, like this, I was fucking, yeah, seven, eight years old. Though I was, was like, whoa, like, like I knew what Friday the 13th was. I knew enough to like, whoa, let's go read some Friday the 13th movies. But seeing this, I don't even know if I even read the title. It's just like, whoa, tater sack, dude, we got to get this. And It was goofy, I remember. Your
1: friends it, are like, why? And you're like... For some yeah. reason, I feel like there's some kind of connection. And I've actually heard that th- there might be a ripoff there with Friday the 13th, part two. So. Oh, possibly. Well, I remember my mom watching it
4: with us and stuff, too. And, and popcorn and all that stuff. And yeah, I remember it fucking playing out like almost like some Disney stuff at times. And then other times, I was like quite frightened. Definitely, definitely a good memory, though. Town that dreaded sundown, baby. Yeah, yeah, the good.
1: killer is definitely, um, uh, I don't know what the word is, but yeah, he's he's got some good screen presence. Like, if this guy was yeah, running man. around, like, actually, they should have hired the he, actor. He's that,
4: fierce. He's ferocious. Like, he, when he kicks the fuck out of guys, like, it's very believable. Like, you think, like, holy fuck, you can just kick the fuck out of those guys.
1: They should have hired him for Friday the 13th Part 2 because he is he's scary, a- man big menacing fellow yeah like fuck kick well, the shit out of kane hodder probably his movements are are genius no his body <laughs> movements his whole body everything like the way he, his body language yeah oh, his shoulders and the way language. he moves his head with the bag on it's like yeah
4: man the way he cocks his head and it's almost got like the jason fucking moves like with the mm-hmm. mask, like, cocking his shit up and but he may
1: be the hunchback of Notre Dame on there. You don't know what he looks like, you know? That's what's scary. Like, who is he underneath there? Is he hideous? Why does he wear the bag, you know? He just doesn't want.
4: He was raping chicks, man. He don't want anyone to see his face. He's still, what was it, like the 40s or something like 40s or 50s It took place? Oh, it's a in. true story, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, first time you hit that shit up?
1: Oh, it what, was like...
4: uh st- fingers stinky for the first time with that.
1: Oh, it was like a, a year or two ago. I I, just oh, shit. Remember... I seen it
4: in like 83, 84. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, you guys turned me on to it with the Ferox uh, talking about it and stuff. So that, that uh, kind of confirmed, yeah, I need to check it out. So. Ferox turned on a lot of things, a lot of chicks, too. Did it? Did it?
4: Fuck, I guess, man. They all wanted mustache rides by from Tony
1: did tony get tit pics like on the regular or shit, no nobody's no. ever
4: got tit pics fuck.
1: legend That's first legend. exactly i'm the legend
4: well hey man fucking j dog what's dog backwards god yeah, there you go man there you go j god so fuck i am like god fuck I'm
1: getting titty pics. you put some shit. thought into that huh I had to think about it for a sec. I'm like, "What's he getting at here?" I'm like, "Oh, motherfucker,
4: <laughs> holier than thou." <laughs> uh, so, so I guess yeah, you only seen it a year ago, turned on from the furrock, so you don't really—it's not—it isn't deeply ingrained as it is for me. So
1: yeah, I've only had taken it in three or four times, but I liked it on. So
4: really, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't even be any the wiser of it.
1: Well, um, Dead Pit had talked about it, um, and they had alluded that they thought it was there was a ripoff there with uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. So, just on that, and, and they put it over too as well. So, when I finally heard you guys, that just kind of confirmed it was like, yep, get off your ass and track it down. So, word up, word up, mm. and I got one for you, Phantasm. Yeah, that's one that I just took in when the DVD came out. I hate to say sure. it. That one I'd, I could never find. I could find um, the rest of them. Part 2 is my favorite of, of all of them. But, yeah, that one I took a while to track down uh, until it came out on DVD. So um, sure. I picked it up, and I don't even remember. I just remember enjoying it. Uh, but, eh. I don't know, I just, I don't think it's paced as well as part two, but, I mean, the guy was making it, like, independently, so, I mean, he was learning what he was he made it over and... how many years it took yeah. to make, too, like four or five years. Well, yeah, you got Angus at the end, he's got a totally different haircut and stuff. There's some continuity errors, but it's nothing worse than, say, Evil Dead. They're you play just... a good game, boy and it's it's um it's got a weird feel to it like on, only something that you could get on the indie level it's just got this it's fucking got weird... a great
4: feel to it great feel to it great atmospheric movie mm-hmm. fucking See, i can really get into the characters too like fucking like michael baldwin and uh, reggie bannister and who was the guy that played jody i can't remember his name yeah,
1: I wish it's I could like, remember his name, but they're jamming. They're the they jamming on the porch, and I'm sitting here
4: at midnight.
1: do 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 and just grooving away. Like,
4: they're really playing that. Just fucking, just like a couple of buddies jamming away, man. Reggie rolling around in the ice cream truck and fucking.
1: Yeah, that was a nice touch because, like, they, they hint upon it, like, in 2 and 3, but they never really talk about the ice cream stuff. Until, like, uh, was it Oblivion again, where he dons the outfit once again, you know, to bring it full circle? So. Yeah, that's where they really got the
4: clip of, like, Mike stealing the fucking ice cream bar off the back of the truck and Reggie throwing the
1: little smile. Oh, when he time travels, basically, <laughs> or whatever uh, that just is. just one of the
4: flashback scenes from part four. It was a slide, a lot of unused footage from part one in it. Olivia, that's what, that's awesome. what I
1: like about part four is it's got all that stuff from part one. and It ties of... everything
4: together. It gives you, like, the tall man's backstory. You find out that he was really, his name was Jebediah Morningside in the Morningside Funeral Home and
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: all that jazz. Yeah, man. I just watched that a couple nights ago, actually.
1: It's a solid franchise, I think, and it, it, it could have a part five, but it doesn't need it.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, for me... Uh, Phantasm, first time I seen that shit was on Super Channel way back in the day. And I don't think I even caught it all because I didn't get to see it again until the DVD release as well. So it was one of those hard to find ones. And Mm -hmm. I remember, like, I remembered certain things, but it was almost like seeing it again for the first time. Like, I do remember getting part three in the 90s when we were renting from the video store all the time. Yeah,
1: that's the one I watched that and part two quite a bit. Um, Lord of the Dead. Why could they? Why was it that you couldn't track it down? Is there something like was that one of those like Evil Dead things where it was like stolen from all the video stores or what? Motherfuckers didn't have it where I lived. It was it something that was never there to rent for some reason? I never saw it either, so I don't. I, and I I had this one video store that carried all the sleazy shit. Like they had all the Faces of Death, I Spit on Your Grave, Texas Chainsaw, like pretty much all of the video nasties. And I never saw it in there. Hmm. And I looked for it, so.
4: It was hard to say, man. It was just one of them ones that was hard to find. Kind of under the radar, I guess.
1: Well, Anchor Bay did it justice. I think that um, <coughs> release looks fantastic. There's a Blu-ray out, right? now, I mm, don't think so. It needs a Blu-ray. I think it would look great on blue. It would be cool. The sound would be great. The spheres
4: and shit. Oh yeah. I'd, oh, yeah. That'd be tight. The little
5: <laughs>
4: noises and shit. Be tight. Yeah, phantasm, baby.
1: Good stuff. So we get another one rocking for you on the roster. Hey, what, um, you got? what you got? Let me see here. I got a stack of movies over here. So this is one that I actually took in when I was a kid. So I imagine you saw this one. But um, Poltergeist 2
4: oh yeah fucking big fan of actually part two is my favorite of the of the bunch i remember mine too uh, <laughs> I, re- I remember seeing part one all the time growing up like it's probably one of the f- first ones we rented like way back in the day and I remember always being freaked out with the scene like with the doll and stuff but like, again then part one would always be on tv but uh when part two came out, because part two is the one with, like, the minister and shit like that. Yeah, when
1: it? he shows up to the house when it's all yeah. raining, that's so fucking creepy.
4: Because part three I seen at the movie theater. That's the one in, like, the fucking apartment building. Part two, yeah, that shit's tight. That's got, like, the native medicine man. and mm-hmm. Like, the scene in uh, Underground, I remember that one always fucking freaked me out when the salamander came out of the skeleton's mouth.
1: Oh, fuck yeah, dude.
4: <laughs> I actually just watched this one, too, in the last two, three weeks.
1: Is that I'm, your favorite? Uh, is that your favorite scene, though, with the the salamander? Or? Mm, that and when the fucking uh,
4: old preacher guy comes walking up the steps in the, mm-hmm. the rain—that's pretty creepy too. Like, like yeah, he just has a wicked screen presence. That old dude.
1: My favorite scene, and it's so fucking genius. I just love the fantasy horror. It's fantasy horror to the extreme, and it's when. The kid's braces start going haywire and growing all mm-hmm. out, and he's caught on the ceiling. That shit scared the fuck out of me. That will, because that comes like right after that old dude shows up, and you're like, that old dude had something to fucking do with that. You know, yeah, you're man, just totally. freaked out.
4: That's a good scene where that guy drinks the tequila and pukes out the big worm.
1: Uh, Craig T. Nelson, yeah, he, he he drinks the worm, and then it fucking, yeah, it's like going, it's like, I don't know, it's biting him or something inside. It's That scares me. I would never eat a fucking worm because of that film.
4: See, I always remember the scene, too, where he's talking, like, what's, dude was in uh, Return of the Living Dead, like, not James Karen, but, you remember he played that guy's boss? Mm, who? Played the dad's boss, like, the real estate dude, the fucking... Sold him that fucking real estate that like they had built it on. It's James it
1: on, Karen though, right? Is that who that is? is yeah, that, yeah, that's who it was. In, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: I always loved, always loved those scenes of James Karen. Then if that's who that I was, I was gonna
1: say, yeah, that was James
4: Karen. Okay, cool. Then my memory is good because I thought that's who that was. But yeah, and then like the scenes, fucking uh, towards the end in the rain, out in the big puddles in the yard, and the corpses popping up, and whoo. Oh, fuck, yeah, Poltergeist, fucking, those ones creeped the shit out of me the first two when I was a kid, still do.
1: Hold yeah, the first now. one, the the scene that always gets me is when the one, the guy, the I don't know, they're from the college or whatever, and the guy's, like, trying to prep the steak and then all has all the maggots and shit all over, that always bugged me. And, uh, you know, all the stuff at the end with their pool and shit, because some of that stuff, you, you get the feeling that some of that stuff's like um, real accounts it feels real. You know what I mean? It feels too real. Like this isn't just some something from somebody's imagination. These are And they had a bunch of um uh weird occurrences on on set on both films, right?
4: Yeah. The Poltergeist curse. <sighs>
1: Yeah, what, what's the, wasn't there a featurette? I don't have the special edition for part one. But I can't remember. It's I've heard of quite a few things. I can't say I know Old Girl got strangled that. by her boyfriend, and then the little girl died. But that's kind of a fluke. You can't say, oh, a demon put a fucking knot at her stomach up. That's that's actually a disorder, what she had. And uh, yeah. But Old Girl getting choked out by her boyfriend, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of abusive nutcases out there, so... Yeah, just chalk that up to fucking craziness. But I'm just wondering what the occurrences were on set. Like, did they see uh, figures, or did lights fall on people, or?
4: See, you know? I'm not sure. Maybe I do that... always remember hearing about that curse, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll have to look that up. Maybe the listener can write in. They probably have the special edition or whatever with that featurette. Uh, maybe, maybe Toby
4: Hooper put the curse on it because it won't. People, some people won't recognize that he directed the first one.
1: Well, you know, a lot of people and I for years thought, nah, it wasn't him. But after you see Life Force, you know, you get a sense that he could handle something that large. Actually, because Life Force is way larger. Not to say Life Force is great, but. He can handle big scenes. He, he can handle them.
4: So. Okay, I was going to say he only half ass handled them in Life Force. So.
1: What, you didn't think that stuff at the end on the streets and stuff was pretty good? It was, it was good. It, it was apocalyptic.
4: Good. Yeah, man. It was fucking. Wish the whole movie was like that. Mixed in with that chick just walking around through all like the apocalyptic shit.
1: That should have just been the movie. It yeah. should have been. That
4: would have been sold. Man, oh, yeah, no, Poltergeist, man. I love those films. Love those films. Hmm. let's see what do i got for you i know you like this movie too i think you like it i I love it anyway
1: okay
4: texas chainsaw massacre part two
1: okay first time i seen this are you don't this is
4: the one you don't like i think
1: no 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 don't get me wrong i don't i i don't like it as much as part one and three but i Uh, i appreciate it don't don't get me wrong i hate the i hate the remakes and that prequel that's that's trash right? i hate to piss on anybody's parade but i don't like those films but yeah um i do have a great story for that one actually so oh, cool um yeah i was i think i was like 10 or 11 um it was right around this time where like my mom was pretty much i was into slashers
5: mm-hmm.
1: this was the slasher this was back when i saw um uh the mutilator <laughs> Thriller killer. I was renting them like anyone I could get my hands on, you know. Um, but I was always a fan of uh Texas Chainsaw. Because well, you
4: were like ten, and these movies had tits in them, so
1: tits and just random fucking. I want to see somebody for some reason. When you're ten, you want to see somebody be decapitated. I don't yeah, know why. But... You,
4: you want to see fucked up shit and mm-hmm. tits. That's all you really care about. Special fucked effects. up shit and tits yeah. and fucking McDonald's burgers. Exactly
1: well any any fast food will do but i'm not picky but you know though kids are always fucking
4: yes where you want to go eat first place kids always say mcdonald's and when you're 9 10 that's you're still a kid like it's mcdonald's nigga break it down
1: i actually like kfc but yeah, i'd be like give me some fried chicken you a fat kid that's why oh chubby <laughs> but anyway um no my mom basically she was like oh all well, these films are harmless and Made it so I could rent them whenever I went into the video store on my own, you know. She's like, "Yep," and uh, I could have rented pornos or softcore stuff, but she she told me, "Don't be fucking with that shit." And I didn't want to lose my my horror privileges, so yeah. Basically, it was like anytime we go to town, my mom would give me a couple bucks and say, "Go rent, you know, a couple slashers or whatever you want." And um, I hadn't seen Chainsaw Two. I think they had just gotten this VHS in. I don't know. It was it was the original. Uh, what is it? The media tape.
5: Yeah, with the
4: with the Breakfast Club mm-hmm. fucking stance. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and um, I they hadn't had it, but this this video store had just opened up. It was a smaller chain. I don't know. They might even have been a mom and pop because they had some cool stuff in there. So I had seen the first one at a friend's house back when I was like six, and it it fucking it scarred me, dude. That's why that's my favorite film. That gave me nightmares for months. So, and they didn't have part one yet. I think they got it down the road. So I rented this, took it home. I didn't even really realize which one it was. I just grabbed it. I just saw Texas Chainsaw and was like, yes. <laughs> okay. I don't even know if I knew it was a sequel or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I take it home and I'm like, I'm eating uh, pork chops during the scene where old boy gets his, his top sawed.
4: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Holy shit, dude. That, yeah, man. The first one didn't make me want to eat, not eat meat, but the second one, yeah. Savini's Chop Top. Yeah, that fucking, that made me sick almost. With with those uh, preppies in the car there? Yeah, it was just, it's so disturbing that the guy was still alive with half of his top hanging like that. That disturbed me for some reason, and it still does. Shit, yeah, man. People just, and then LG being, having, being skinned and still moving around, like, people shouldn't have their insides hanging out and still, I don't know, it just weirded me out, like, you know what I mean?
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I got mad memories on this one, too. Like, uh, when did this come out? Like, 86 86, or yep. Yeah, so I figured, like, yeah, and I remember, like, I remember seeing the fucking previews and stuff on TV, and I think I was at the movie theater, I didn't, uh. Like, I didn't see this at the theater or nothing, but I seen one of those, like, coming soon, fucking, it was going to be the next movie there or something, and they had the one sheet in the display case.
1: You were creaming in your jeans, huh? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I
4: was like, oh, so I was I was hip to it for a while. I knew. And it you was knew who Savini out. was at the time, or? Yeah, from Dawn okay. of the Dead. Okay. Because it had Savini's name on the poster mm-hmm. and shit, so I'm all, like, I'm all stoked already. I'm like, nine, I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I gotta see this, and I remember as soon as... Like I'd always uh, fo- follow the newspaper. Like every every week when the new movies would come out, it would have a little list in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing like fucking next week the releases. fucking Ooh TCM two's coming out. So I had phoned a couple of days before it. Like on Tuesday when the new movies would come out, I remember phoning and fucking reserving a copy for myself. So regardless, like I had that first copy, I was the first person to get to see that movie.
1: The rental, of, that,
4: of course, right? of that rental, yeah, yeah. They, you
1: weren't buying it back then. No,
4: they they probably had three copies or whatever, but the one that I got, I was the first person to view it, and I remember being so stoked, like going to school that day and getting off and getting my couple bucks from my old man, and I think me and my brother hiked over on our bikes to go get that.
1: Dedicated.
4: Oh, yeah, man. We went over there. We picked it up. And then we stopped at the gas station on the way home and picked up some, like, sweet tarts and nerds and shit like that. Some munchy land for ourselves. We probably had a buck fifty each to spend. So we got some five cent candies and shit. Back then, when you could get something for a couple bucks, I think you could actually fucking this is 86. So a guy could actually still get something for a few dollars. Mm
6: Mm-hmm.
1: A whole mess of stuff.
4: (laughs) Oh, shit, yeah, but I remember going home and fucking watching it, and I think we watched it twice that first night, and right after school again the next day before we'd had to go back, because they had to be back by 6 o'clock the next day. You didn't want
1: to get a late fee back then, huh?
4: No, no, (laughs) we'd be fucked. Because I remember we got home about 4 o'clock, popped it in, and Dad was on our case. He's like, hurry up, I'm going to go take that fucking movie back. And we watched it, like, till probably 10 to 6, and it had to be back at 6 o'clock.
1: He's, like, basically, like, as the credits are rolling, walking up, hitting a jack, putting it back in the case. Pretty much, leaving now.
4: I remember lots of times him yelling at me from the door, fuck, hurry up, fucking rewind that shit. And, like, he'd be waiting to take it back, and I'm still like, fuck, 10 more minutes. Like, it's almost over. It's like, you've already watched it four times since fucking we rented it. Yeah, yeah. but we
1: got to get our money's worth. That's what I would have said.
4: Yeah, we were, we were dedicated, like, by the, we'd rent that shit, and yeah, we'd watch it two, three times the first night, right after school the next day, because we'd be telling everyone about it, and a lot of times we'd bring a friend home from after, after school, like, oh, you gotta check this shit out, and next thing we know, we're in the shit books at someone's mom, because we showed them something too hardcore, and it fucked with them. <laughs> oh, yeah, a bunch of pussies.
1: Scarring young minds one, one mind at a time.
4: Yeah, TCM too, man, I... I remember I seen the first one like a couple of years before and I was just too young when I seen it and it just, it just kind of bored me and fucking didn't really click for me. So when I seen part two, I was like, Ooh, fuck. I remember from the preview, it was like, Ooh, this looks fun. Like this looks good. And I fell in love with part two. So that's why it's always been my favorite. Like it, the best of the series, because it was the first one that I actually enjoyed. And then, the rest of them, like part three, I enjoyed. Part one took a while to grow on. You
1: hadn't seen part one before, too, or? No, I, I had seen it, but okay. I, I had
4: seen it on TV, and I don't know. I just, I just didn't really get anything. I was too young to, just it was too too serious and too dark for my young mind, I guess.
1: Yeah, it disturbed me. I mean, like I, when I had seen it, I know we're kind of getting off, but I mean, just a comment on that because I know we have never really talked about it, but. Just them going up to the house one by one and you're like, after the first time you're like, I know what's in there. And that's in for like a kid, I saw it when I was like six or seven at a buddy's his older brother had it playing in the basement and uh, yeah, man. And I only saw I don't even think i seen the whole thing. I think I've seen parts of it. So like there's my brain filling in the blanks like, what was up with that guy with the mask? Why was he running around with that chainsaw? <laughs> and I remember Kurt when when an old boy was going Kirk Kirk uh, the dude with the little the the little junior fro and the glasses and I was like don't go in there he's dead and uh, so I don't know man I get involved with these you know back when I was a kid I don't scream at the TV as much I know you do <laughs> oh yeah I'm not, I'm like a black chick in the movie theater just screaming run motherfucker run
4: yeah don't go in
1: there bitch. <laughs> You already know he's in there. Don't go in there. He's got the
5: knife.
4: I I got the knife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. TCM, too. Fuck. Mm. Mad memories. Memories galore.
1: Next one for j Dog. All right. uh, Death Wish Part 3.
6: This is your
1: favorite one, right? Yep, I'm
4: just trying to think the first time I've seen it. I think this was a Super Channel viewing, actually. Good old
1: Super Channel. Now, uh, was this uncut, or um, did it have all the violence in there? Oh,
4: well, yeah, Super Channel never cut nothing. Oh, okay, that was your HBO. Correct. Yeah, it was, okay. movie, it was a movie channel you had to pay for, so. Motherfuckers dared not cut nothing. They had softcore porn
1: late at night, too, so. Oh, I'm just trying to think. That would have been... Late 80s, huh? It wasn't that, didn't that come out in 89 or 88? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Of... It would have been grade 6. And you were into the Death Wish films, right?
4: So Not really. Not really. I remember seeing the first one already. And, yeah, it was just kind of slow, and I wasn't a big fan right off the bat. I don't know, I liked fucking cheesy, flashy shit as a kid, so...
1: Well, that's what part three is. Uh. Yeah,
4: well, exactly, so I remember seeing that shit on Super Channel. It was on one of those free preview weekends, and yeah, it was just something we watched one night, me and my brother. I remember we got a kick out of it, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, that was cool.
1: The pops thing. didn't go get into Bronson, or...? Nah, he wasn't into that. Who was his guy, uh, Stallone, or...?
4: Clint Eastwood.
1: Really? Old school kind of guy, okay yeah we i'm already getting an, i'm already getting an idea of what kind of guy your dad is not much like me but refined taste he probably wonders why the fuck you watch half this shit huh
4: he's like me in a lot of ways but in a lot of ways we're not
1: yeah i'm yeah. sure values or whatever are probably similar but as far as film taste go he's probably like what
5: <laughs>
4: yeah but no death wish 3 actually was something <sighs> seen it when i was younger and uh I had seen it on TV a couple of times, but it wasn't until I started talking to Tony that I had went back and revisited it and really fucking found my love for it. Because like Tony kind of re-kicked my Bronson. Like I'd always kind of liked Bronson, but he, he, he made me fall in love with the man, just his passion for Bronson. And it kind of rubbed off on me. And I tracked down all the stuff and we became Bronson fanatics. He kind of nurtured my Bronson love. So that's that's a new newer found
1: thing. But you had seen it back in the day, so Yeah, it was I remember seeing
4: it on Super Channel, yeah.
1: That's cool because I didn't I didn't actually check um that particular one out I think until actually I'd seen it but I didn't get into it as much as part 1 and 2. Um but yeah, I got yeah, you guys kind of helped that Bronson thing cuz I always thought Bronson was like your grandpa's like fucking Action guy. Your old your your old man's action hero, yeah. Not even my old man. My old man was like uh like I said, Schwarzenegger fan, so like my grandpa, I remember my grandpa. John Wayne, I think. Stallone or not Stallone, but uh Bronson. Well, yeah, John Wayne, I guess for westerns, but but Bronson did all kinds of different films, you know, so as far as like an action star, he was old man's action star. Mm Mm-hmm. Charlton Heston too as well. So we've covered both uh, men. So.
4: <laughs> yeah, we got a thing for old men here at Exploited Cinema. I,
1: well, I don't know, man. Those guys, they just they they pull it off like believable, like you know, like yeah, those guys. You'd believe that th- those old men were kicking ass because like they were kind of in shape and shit. See, I want to see that Dirty Harry ripoff that Profondo was talking about with uh, John
4: Wayne. I think they said was in it. We talking
1: about that on the last show, or
4: I think so. Yeah, he plays some old school cop. It's got John Vernon in it.
1: Oh, that's what they. I remember them talking something about the S- sweaty Vernon. Sweaty Vernon. Yes. Um. Yeah, I didn't know what that. I didn't know that was a Death Wish rip off. I'm gonna have to check that out. No, Dirty Harry ripoff. Oh, Dirty Harry. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd love to check that out. Uh, I like John Wayne. Uh, His later stuff. um, What's that one with uh, Skullnick from uh, Revenge of the Nerds? He's like a kid in it. Did you see that one? Where like he takes all the kids like out to rest. He's a Carradine, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's a Carradine. Richard
4: or something or what the fuck's his
1: name? I don't know, the dude from all the... The fucking Skolnick
4: from Range of the Nerds. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was a bad nerd. I've I can't do the nerd laugh. I'm too plugged up.
1: But he like basically looks the same. Uh, <laughs> he's got like those glasses. I don't know. Like he tried, Like I've seen him in behind the scenes. He tried to say like the nerd wasn't him. Like he wasn't a real nerd or whatever. But like this movie kind of disproves it. And uh, he's definitely a cowboy fag. So
5: <laughs>
1: yeah, he was in some Corman stuff too. I bet you that was a Corman picture. It was it, it, it's
4: he was in a few things in the late seventies.
1: It, it has that feel that it might be a Corman flick. I don't know. I liked it. If I can I'll have to look up the title. There's probably some listener out there that's screaming the title right now, but uh just I like I do
4: when I hmm, I'm gonna take us on location to the bathroom again so I can smoke another cigarette.
1: Well it's uh I think it's my turn to throw you one, huh? No, you just threw me Perfect. that death wish three bitch oh yeah that's right i'm trying to
4: grab two <laughs> trying to bogart the fucking trying to bogart man
1: even bastard i got one for you okay. i don't know
4: if, i don't know if you've ever seen this or not Fucking, i'm a big fan though love this film anthony Wax work.
1: Yeah, I told you I got the two pack because you would put it over on uh, on the rocks and um you oh, know. shit,
4: you never seen that as a kid. Oh my bad.
1: No, I haven't. And I, is is it part two or part one cut on that two two disc or two pack? I heard one of them's cut. So. Part one. Okay. Um, it should have been cut more because it was extremely long. But yeah, I just ch- I just picked that up like a year or two ago. Um, I really liked Waxwork too, mainly for the Dawn of the Dead nod. Uh, There's a the Dawn of the Dead nod in the first one too. Is it? Did it get cut? Because or I Night of the Living Dead nod. Oh, okay.
4: Here. Yeah, I like the oh yeah the second one where they're at the mall and everything, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's basically like take the SWAT team guys and drop them into the mall, and that's basically what was going on. Like they took from two different scenes and yeah, they had a per locations and everything. It was interesting, but uh, eh, yeah, I don't have any fond memories. I I uh, sat down and took both of those in one afternoon. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much to say. I don't even really remember it too much. I just it didn't like it. I don't think as much as two. The first one I got mad memories of, fuck. I remember we were down at down south at my cousin's.
4: Like, they live on a farm, and they had one of those great big satellite dishes.
1: The ones you got to tune in? Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: And they had some one of the movie channels from the States they could get. But I remember uh, we'd spent all day that day working for my uncle, cleaning out his shed. And he paid us, like, and like $40 or something, like, between the four of us 40 or 60 bucks i think we made and i remember we went to his cuz he owned he owned the little general store in the town like a town of like 500 people or
1: something was and he the st- was he the fucking librarian and the post office worker too no no sheriff
4: no. okay he was just the fucking <laughs> store butcher blah blah local farmer but oh, yeah, okay. we we spent it all on junk food though all on like candy chocolate bars pop chips beef jerky fucking you name it we bought it fucking red man chew all this shit <laughs> and fucking i remember we, we were back at the house and they were laughing because we, we just walked back to the farm a couple miles carrying all these big brown bags full of doritos and shit and we, yeah we hunkered down for the night and we what all of a sudden this movie came on one of these channels and i remember it had a horror host and stuff and we we're like who? what's this like good times horror movie coming on and fucking lo and behold it's wax work and just the goofiness and off the wallness of it like it had all four of us just laughing and
1: was this the uncut version or i don't know probably not being in the states if it was a tv local yeah, tv station probably not it was oh, like yeah. it was like an hbo or something we seen it on i think it
4: was hbo but yeah, man, we were partying, like, the little midget. Welcome to the waxwork. Like, fuck, that was, like, we said that to each other for years. Like, we'd see each other, like, every once a year or something, and we'd always be talking about waxwork shit. We still talk about it to this day. Like, yo, you remember that movie, Waxwork? Like, fuck, that was so awesome. Because it had everything. Like, we were kids back then, and it, like, fuck, you got werewolves, zombies, monsters. It's just a fun ride. Like, you were... You remember Zach Gellahan from fucking Gremlins. Like, ooh, I I, I know that cat. And, you like, all like the other actors. And it just got, like, the high school fucking buddy vibe to it. And, yeah, it really really played well for me. Like, so fond memories. Because I was so young when I first seen it. Like, I think in my 12, 13, kind of.
1: I think I probably could have probably appreciated it more if i'd seen it as a kid because mm-hmm. of all those little vignettes where they go into the worlds of the wax museum those are awesome
4: those are the fucking those are so that was like that movie seemed to take like four hours to watch the first time we seen it because there was just so much to take in
1: that and was my one. problem that's why i said it could have been shorter because it seemed really to drag on you know like the end was cool but like it took too long to get there it seemed for me yeah hater well looks, dude That's two liked about it two had the same thing going on but it seemed like there was more action going on
4: Maybe paced a little better maybe i don't know
1: possibly i don't know maybe they, they they used the same formula but it seems like they got it they perfected it better the second time around so true and it but, does have bc in it yeah that 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 perked it up what was it, like a sword fighting scene or whatever
4: I like when he's fucking has the front of his chest ripped out and they drop him on the ground and he's got, like, rocks and shit stuck to him. Picking him off him.
1: But, you know, I mean, hey, I could be hating on it because I haven't seen the uncut version. Do you have the uncut version or you just have that two pack? Okay. Yeah, I need the VHS. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard it was cut, so I'm like, well... You know, I'm not going to judge it. I don't, you know, I don't hate it. I don't, it's not Eddie 2 or anything. But... <laughs> probably got 10 seconds cut off it or something stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd be willing to cover that or something in obscure if one of these times. Uh, the both films, if you'd want. I've got Dude, the two packs. So. I'd like to get the
4: uncut VHS first.
1: So we can talk about
4: have, that. I might even have a VHS of it. I'd have to look around. I'm down. More, yeah, man, huh? I'm, I'm down like James Brown fucking at a carnival full of clowns.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's how down I am. That's pretty down, huh? That
4: is down. I don't know how much more down you can get. Like, fuck, maybe take a two-minute beating to join a gang, and that's about the only way you can get more down than me. <laughs> you want to join the Exploited Cinema Gang, it's a five-minute beating, too. You're lucky if you live.
1: Well, you got to do a ten ten penny pickup, and they've got to be Canadian pennies too. Well, wait, half half five of them will be American, and five of them will be Canadian. Does that sound fair?
4: Yeah, it works for me. <laughs> My pennies are worth more than your pennies, but hey,
1: <laughs> apparently, are they They're are those co- are those real copper or what? always okay we yeah we don't have i think the outer coating is copper so i think Shit. the insert is uh zinc
4: <laughs> until 1968 we used silver to make our coins
1: even the pennies
4: no not the pennies no, I was gonna say. nickels and dimes for sure yeah I think that's a when lot of quarters and playing. dimes
1: i think that's when we stopped doing full silver too as well so it's getting too pricey yeah, what do you yeah. got rocking in the background
4: No, I'm just fucking sitting in the bathroom smoking, I said, remember?
1: Oh, maybe it's just uh, feedback from me fucking yapping over here. I think so. You don't have your headphones on, huh? Yeah, I got the headphones on. Fuck. I could have sworn I heard fucking voices in the background. Mm, Unless it's the ghosts in here that fucking you
4: can hear my cat kind of thing.
1: (laughs) I don't know what the... I thought you don't have a TV playing?
4: No, man, I'm in my bathroom. Fucking
1: weird. I don't even have
4: the fan running.
1: Yeah, dude, that's fucking weird. I heard somebody, like, it sounded like somebody far off through these headphones. Uh. That shit's whack. <laughs> well, I have been feeling under the weather, but I'm I'm actually been feeling pretty good today, so I don't think I'm hearing shit. I don't think I'm hallucinating from fever, so. Although I have before, so. <laughs> we can talk about that on another show. Yeah, we'll save that
4: for another show, <laughs> Fever Ramble. So I don't know, fuck, what do you feel like doing some more? Head on a break, or, or what do you figure, fuck? I don't know, how long we've been rolling? Mm. Don't want to bore the fans or nothing. It's kind of just a shit talk episode.
1: I don't know how long. We, do you want to come back with some more? That don't matter.
4: Hit me one more time if you want, fuck. You ain't never seen anything, is your problem. or you just seen I've got it, all right? the classics. you on to it. Or...
1: I've got all the classic stuff. I mean, most of the obscure stuff i seen, like, probably... Five, probably not more than five years ago, but a lot of those slashers you could throw at me because I've seen i seen most of them when I was ten years old, and I probably have a great story like Mutilator. I've got a good story, you know. So I seen that when I was ten. So, <clears throat> um, is it my turn or is it your turn? Actually, it's your turn. Yeah. Okay. So I asked you, Waxwork. But okay, kind of a bad pick for me though.
5: It wasn't almost, so I bad, I know you,
1: you a I know you
4: wanted to talk about it. So. <laughs> That's true, I brought it up because I had the memories, I guess.
1: Okay, I guess uh, my next pick would that be something... Can't make love to a memory. I uh, Something I saw at a pretty young age. And it was just one of those, in 10 years old, I'm wanting to see some weird shit. So, I know you're not a big fan of this, but... I'm hoping you saw this when you were young, and that is Faces of Death.
4: Faces of Death, about 15 the first time I seen that. Uh, buddy had rented a copy. I remember there was about six of us watched it in the basement of my dad's house. and yeah. yeah. I don't really fucking... From then on, I never had no interest in that stuff. I was just like, yeah, this is fucked up.
1: You didn't like it, or you just weren't, like, impressed? No, nah, I didn't like it. It was like, yeah, I like horror movies
4: and stuff. I don't like watching people getting shot. And,
1: Could yeah. you tell that there was a lot of special effects there, though, or at the time, or no? Not at the
4: time. No, I thought it was all real the first time i seen it.
1: Because I had heard all the hype. Man, yeah, one of these
4: guys finally got their mitts on a copy. It was just kind of like all the fucking junior high boys get together in fucking a smoky basement after school and watched it kind of thing
1: yeah that's how i took it in too but much much younger yeah i couldn't tell the difference with that one but i think we rented part two or three and i was like this car fell on a guy while he was working on it in a a junkyard or something and like the blood was so fake, looking, I was like, "This looks—that's a fucking prop." I was like, "That's—that's that's a fake leg." blood. <laughs> yeah, it was like <laughs> it's it, that it, 3M blood. 3M, yeah. That it was the 3M blood, and like, yeah, it was like an account of. And then the car fell on his leg, and then like, yeah, he ended up like sitting there for four hours and bled to death because it cut his leg off or something. I'm like, this might be a real story, but it, the effects are terrible. <laughs> so yeah, they should've
4: got Savini.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they did use some, like, I don't know, probably some semi-known effects artists or whatever, because I remember the later ones were semi-decent. But yeah, by that time, when I, I mean, the first one kind of disturbed me because it's shot on film. I think the rest of them were shot on video, so they were really hokey looking. But, yeah, that one had everything. The atmosphere was there, and it was just had this weird feeling. But, yeah, by part three, once I seen that, I was like, yeah, this shit's not real. And then I went back and seen part one. I was like, yeah, there's you can tell there's stuff that's fake in it. And, uh, but they mix it well. Like somebody jumps out a window, and then they cut to, like, the body on the ground, mm-hmm. and they shot the footage of the body.
4: And so cut, like at least the arm doesn't fall off the body when it's flying out. Well, because
1: it's a real, because they had real, yeah, they used the real footage for the fall, and then some yeah, stock footage, yeah. Yeah, cut to the close up of <laughs> uh, the the dummy, or it probably was a real person with some ketchup or something. But in the in the and they shot it on film, so it's placed together decent, you know.
5: Mhm.
1: Yeah, as long as the outfits and shit. Yeah, it was seamless in my mind, so I can see why you didn't. Looking at all the blood and stuff, you're not looking for continuity. Right, that's probably why you didn't catch special effects. The special effects at 15, even because by 15, I was, I could almost tell, but not always. Some of it, I was like, that's pretty realistic. Now I can, I could tell you how it was done. Just. I don't know, maybe that's why this shit doesn't scare me like it used to when I was a kid, because now you notice it, you can break it down in your mind. I think that's what... I used to get scared from these movies when I was a kid. I don't know about you, but... And- Fuck yeah, I remember watching shit late night shows and going and
4: checking all the closets and stuff before I went to bed and doors, thinking there was someone hiding in the house. Especially when I'd be staying at home by myself when my dad was out of town working.
1: Oh, that would have fucking wigged. I wouldn't have been throwing anything in. I'm then. just being
4: a, I'm just being a bitch. Like, I'm like 13 <laughs> kind of thing, and I'm fucking creeping around the house with a bat before I go to bed after I watched Empire of the Ants and Night of the Living Dead on fucking late-night show and Melfar Superstar commercials. And
1: D-Town Fuck like,
4: Yeah, Detroit Channel, man. They always, every Saturday, Friday or Saturday night, they had the good stuff, the goods, man back-to-back, old, old-school horror flicks.
1: Hey, I never brought in... I never had one of those satellite dishes to pull in. I probably could have pulled in. Well, so we, we weren't getting it on no satellite. It was just...
4: The only uh, American channels we got on our cable package were two channels out of Detroit, so...
1: That's why well, I thought... it was included in your cable package, okay. Yeah,
4: that's why I thought the U.S. was so hardcore, because growing up as a kid, the only news I had was coming out of Detroit. It's like, fuck, I thought people got shot daily. Yeah. Left here, right and center. I guess they do, but like I'm just hearing all this hardcore shit coming out of Detroit, and I'm just like, whoa! I was very well followed Detroit. And like I said, Michigan outdoors, all that shit growing up. Like the Michigan and Detroit and stuffs, probably what I know the most
1: of. Michigan's basically Michigan and mainly the UP. I would say the UP is could be Little Canada. Seriously, <laughs> guys are it, are bitches. It feels like it feels like Canada, and everybody sounds Canadian. So, <laughs> well, not everybody, but most of, most of them are. They all have sound that Canadian. Guys. Just a little bit. <laughs> it's the, they call it youper. Youper talk, though. It's the youper. Eater, holder, oh, get her done. Get her done.
4: Yeah. yeah, I got one for you before we rolled the commercial, okay. just to come full circle. Since you say you see the classics, well, Nightmare on Elm Street, there's a classic.
1: Okay, this one, I saw. Um, I had Cinemax, or it was on HBO, or something. Um, probably six, six or seven. I was. Um. Yeah, it it freaked the fuck out of me. I had nightmares for a couple of years because, I mean. He's in the dream world. So somehow, like, um, subconsciously that, that scarred me. So yeah, I had nightmares quite a few. This times. came out in what, 84? Yeah, but I probably saw it in the mid 90s. Uh, probably, oh, yeah, I know it might have seen it. Or, been early 90s. It might have been 92, 93. I mean, I was pretty young when I saw it. But this is a movie that, like, I don't know. Like, it was so common. It was so pop culture that, like, even at age five or six like your parents would be like eh? they can see it you know back then nobody parents don't think that way now but you know yeah and yeah the stuff everything because the stuff he put in there with the dreams there there was realistic i've had dreams where all of a sudden I'm talking on the phone, and then all of a sudden I'm in a car or something. So they were. Oh, it was, I thought
4: you meant the phone would be trying to French kiss. Oh
1: which, no, but I mean just weird things like where it's you're just getting a
4: blowjob from the phone, like it was a flashlight or something. Just, oh yeah, phone, you suck
1: a mean dick. That's well,
4: what um, just, just, you probably would have done if you would have had that phone. You would have been like exploiting it for blowjobs and shit.
1: The phone did disturb me. The phone did disturb me, and I like again when I was I was so young that. I couldn't tell that that was a <clears> on there. Now you see it, and you're like, that's a rubber fucking mouth <laughs> with a tongue mm-hmm. and shit. But yeah, are a kid, you're like, whoa, how'd they do that's, that shit? Yeah, how the fuck did Freddy's mouth get on? That's it's scaring me, you know. It's fucking <laughs> with my head. And um, yeah, that just because I had it just made sense. The dreams, all of it was from real life. I could tell, and even now when I watch it, um, just those weird like like I said, where a character might be in one um setting and then get a phone call and it's just how your subconscious mind works before when, once your conscious mind starts wrapping itself around the phone call you're in a you could be in the woods in a car or something that's it's how dreams they just jump and jump and jump and um yeah that scared me cuz it was so realistic so how about you when did you see this when it first came out or i remember i seen this uh would have been
4: And uh, right around Halloween, it would have been 1985 because it had just come out on video. I remember it was my sister's birthday, actually. It was her birthday party, the first time I ever seen this. Like, my one cousin, Cindy, was over as well. And me and my brother, like, we went down to Video Express, or it might have been Battleford Video still at the time. And we bought the, or we rented these, like, me and my brother picked this out. And my sister got some strawberry shortcake fucking cartoon. Because she would have been, well, 85. I would have been eight. Fucking my sister would have been five. (laughs) Four. Yeah, she wasn't really old. And uh, I remember me and my brother, like, mom cooked supper. We had, like, pizza or whatever. And uh, me and my brother were like, well, we got to see ours first, of course. So we start watching ours first, and my sister and my cousin, they got so traumatized, like it freaked them right the fuck out. Like, to this day, they, they're they still mad at us for making them watch that.
1: They couldn't get all the way through it, or what? Oh, I think
4: they ended up going and doing something else after a bit. But me and my brother watched it all.
1: Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I no, bet.
4: It, it didn't go over too well like it, uh... Kept them up and stuff really freaked them out. And I don't even know if they got a chance to watch their strawberry shortcake video. Like, I think it was Nightmare on Elm Street. Fuck, kids are all freaked out now and fucking worked up.
1: They went to bed and then the videos had to be back.
4: But yeah, I remember, yeah, mad, mad, like fucking just being freaked right out when I first seen it. Just like, whoa, like, this is so awesome. I'm like, being eight years old, like, having my little mind just blown. Like fucking the scenes at the beginning where he shows him making his knives and like the fucking kill in the bedroom where she, where that chick's getting whipped all over the walls and mm. the scene when the like the chick in the body bag shows up at the school and the
1: most dream. disturbing,
4: yeah, that really fucked with me as a kid. And then she turned into like a fucking pile of catfish. or That's whatever the fuck that's that that the that kind was. of
1: stuff I'm talking about. Like once your mind in a dream once it starts to wrap around what's going on your subconscious just changes it to something else and just fucks with your head you know so that's that's
4: too bad that you like, me, when I got to see it, it was still fresh, like, fucking. It had just come out on fucking home video. It didn't
1: have all the sequels it, and
5: it stuff. It didn't
4: have I, the sequels and the big following, and Freddy wasn't a joke yet and stuff. This was something people were talking about, like, oh, man, like, this stuff is fucking freaky-ass shit, like.
1: Yeah, by by the time I saw it was, off, it was mid, still, mid-90s, mid and, and, yeah, and Freddy was a joke, it was, a joke. It was pop culture, yeah.
4: Yeah, exactly. Everyone and their dog knew who Freddy was. I seen this shit back, like, yeah, it was fresh, like, it's brand new. Like, I I grew up with the, with the Freddy Krueger generation, I guess. Got to see it legitimately as a child, and seen a couple of the fucking sequels in the theater. I didn't get to see the 3D one. I wish I would have, because I really like a pair of those glasses.
1: I can I was, get you those original glasses right now. There's a website selling them for like ten bucks.
4: I missed them in that auction. From
1: from the theater, not the fucking ones that came with the DVD or anything.
4: Oh, yeah, I know. Slippy sold that in the package in that auction. But I I think who's
1: got them? I I think I I saw them on Cinema Wasteland has them on their memorabilia site. If you ever fuck out. Anyone out there want to just give me some, I I need them. Just one pair?
4: Got to have them. Yeah, just one. Fuck out. You're going to rock
1: them at work while you're fucking... uh, Kicking the fucking inmates' asses, huh? Yeah,
4: shit. No, I'll get all dizzy from the 3D. I'll go <laughs> to the movie theater to watch these one of these fancy IMAX 3D films, and I'll be rocking my Freddy's Dead glasses.
1: You remember that guy from uh Back to the Future that had the 3D glasses on all the time? Yeah. One of Biff's friends, wasn't it? I think so. Back in the 50s, he's rolling around. Wasn't that the movie? One of them. Guys rolling around with 3D glasses. I mean,
4: not. Maybe I'm just fucking agreeing with you just for the sake of agreeing.
1: I'm thinking that that was in a movie, but I'm thinking it's Back to the Future. I could have sworn it was Back to the Future, but I could be wrong. But most if, definitely, if it you hasn't got that right, used, brother. <laughs> if it hasn't been used, I'm gonna steal it and put it on a character in my next script. So, none of you guys Bogart if it, if I'm wrong about Back to the Future, but I'm pretty sure Back to the Future did it. maybe.
4: We'll have to see, I guess. You you research that.
1: You don't have back to the future. I thought you had everything. I got the box up. I got back to the future. We'll throw it in, fucker. I don't even own them. <laughs> Just put it in and see if old dudes, old boys running around with fucking 3D glasses on.
4: So you recording a show right now. <laughs> fuck it. Maybe on the break on, Fuck, I ain't got that kind of time.
1: Fast Shit. forward. Yep. <laughs> it was right.
4: Fuck, I ain't got that kind of time to go dig it out of the archives.
1: Anyway, fashion fashion tip or whatever for
4: anybody out there. Get your bad pussy, man. Slick your hair back like Max Hendrome and fucking rock those 3D glasses. And flick Max your rocked tongue. them? No, he just had like little right. black glasses. That's I'm just ra- saying you got to do a combination of all this stuff. 3D glasses, the Max hairdo, and uh, do the manny tongue flip from Scarface, like what he does to that chick.
1: And you need okay. our t-shirt, too, as
4: well. And the that well. shirt. Yeah, The manny tongue slap will get your pussy every time. Or the tongue flick. <laughs> he ended up with the slap, I guess, but works for the J-Dog every time. You <laughs> it's probably 60 60% of the time, it works every time. Yeah, you're probably like, the manny tongue flip, what the fuck's this j I don't t- know
1: what the, t- the fuck day. it is. I just go along with whatever you say because it sounds good. <laughs> you Remember Scarface? Fucking that scene um, what tells Tony. I don't, uh, I don't recall that scene. When when was that? Was that when they got pissed off at each other because he fucked his sister or whatever?
4: A oh, no, before that, before oh, okay. their time, where they're fucking. That's when, right around the time. I think it was the same scene where Tony tells him like, "Round here, first you got to get the money and the power, then you get the pussy," more or less.
1: Oh, while he's climbing up the top, when he's got that fucking pink uh, Cadillac or whatever. Yeah,
4: fucking. They're gonna go fucking see the flamingos and the pelicans. Hey, oh pelican. Tony Montoya, political refugee from Cuba. You gotta watch that. I'm shit. I'm a Carlitos man. way fan. Let's. We need to bust out Scarface and Carlitos way. Scarface That's for me. Jewish.
1: Carlitos way for you. The Jew. The Jewish fro Sean Penn. Yeah. And then we'll throw something in at the end. Uh, something obscure. <laughs> Just yeah. random.
4: We'll fucking ma- ma- match it with fucking Munchies part two or something.
1: <laughs> I don't even have it. I'll have got, to track this fucker down I got, now.
4: I got one called Munchies, I guess.
1: So that's like aliens, oh, it's basically. Munchies. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah, it's fuck it's it looks real whack. I ain't never watched it. Got the VHS though. But anyway, fucking. Like, why? No, well, it was a dollar, I figured. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Maybe rare. Mm-hmm. Maybe flip it. I don't know, fuck. Yeah, man. I didn't get stuck with it. I bought
1: it. Oh, okay.
4: I'm trying to sell it to someone like you.
1: I'm not going
6: to buy it.
1: <laughs> you can hook me up with a rip, though. I'll, I will watch the rip. You know, that's one thing. You got to give me credit because pretty much I watch everything that you assign, you know.
4: Well, it's because I watch every... I think to be a true cinephile like we are to do this show, you just need to watch everything, man. Like, you just can't... You just you can't go by what people have said in the past and buy reviews. Like, me, I don't like nothing new, really. So, my specialty is the retro stuff. So, I just... I don't care if someone says, like, it's garbage. Like, you said a lot of the movies I want you to find got just horrible reviews.
6: Yeah, it's,
1: yeah. Man, like
4: it's my retro shit i just gotta see it it's new to me it's some of those unicorns out there that i just haven't seen
1: well i want to say i forgot to mention it and uh like, you dig through a fucking pile of turds man eventually
4: you're gonna find like an old watch or something that's
1: well working. one that you you wanted it was your request night of the juggler yeah that movie that. was fucking
4: awesome right. you got to see it before me hooks brother
1: dude i'm I dude I wanted to send it to you like a couple days ago uh when my internet was kind of fucking up and shit and you were on your your fucker man. You were d- well you were on your Argento binge like hallucinating good, eh? so uh, you would have liked it. That's you, I fucking I
4: heard things about it. I just never got to see it though.
1: Uh, who's it got? James Brolin in it, um, which he's fantastic. If we, I'd love to do that and like a James Brolin whole episode with, um, like Westworld and something else. Cause I really like Westworld and it's got James Brolin in it so.
4: I turn you on to a lot of gold, like shit. Some of the stuff though, that list I give you, that's some obscure fucking shit on that list. Eh?
1: Night of the juggler is pretty fucking greasy, dude. I was surprised. I like scan through it and I'm like, this kind of looks like an action movie. No media. Who, who I don't know who put it I mean no I know media put the tapes out, but I don't know. You're probably gonna at least what, like sixty percent of that stuff. I told What you company that. put that out originally though? Who owns I don't the know. That's
4: all I knew of all I knew of it is just I had seen the media cover at one time and just had to have it. It's well that's all, done. That's all I really knew. I didn't even know what it was about. I just knew the title and media put it out.
1: It's very well done. It it's definitely I would say for the time period it's from 80 or 81. It feels mm-hmm. like an A-lister I mean you got fucking Brolin in it so yeah,
4: I knew it wasn't like a very early 80s movie. That's yeah. why that's why it'd been on my radar for so long. I just kind of heard the title. I think some cat might have mentioned it on a message board fucking 5 6 years ago I can't remember. I don't know I don't know why I've been tracking it.
1: Well, basically, by the end of it, I was screaming. I was screaming at the computer screen, saying, "Why are you not out on DVD? What the fuck?" Because the at the end, there's some dark scenes that because of VHS, it looks it's hard to see what's going on. That's why I'd like to see a DVD cleaned up. But just the movie overall is just great. The acting stellar. Like the whole movie keeps you on the edge of your seat and. Yeah, you don't need to go to the theater to see great movies, newer movies or whatever. You can dig for gems and you'll yep. be just as entertained, if not more entertained than any of this crap. Well, that's trap. what you got
4: to do, man. You just got to dig for the gems. Like, I don't know. Fuck.
1: I've like given I... up on any new movies really unless, you know, like Jason Eisner or, you know, maybe Tarantino, I might I don't know. He's been pissing me off, too. Don't don't get me. Don't get a twist yeah, on Darren Dino. I don't, don't like inglorious
4: Bastards. We're, we're so. trying to lean toward the break here, fuck. Right. But, yeah, like like I was just saying, like, that shit, that obscure shit I send you, 40, 50% you'll be hitting on, I bet. you'll be Some of them you're going to be like, what the fuck's J-Dog want this for? But I, I want it just because. A lot of this stuff's shit I remember seeing at video stores as a kid, too, and...
1: Might have seen
4: it. Some of it I might have seen, can't remember if I ever rented it or not. Some of those movies I rented when I was like four and shit, too young to ever remember.
1: Well, hopefully uh, once I get them all, I can take you down a walk down memory lane, I guess.
4: Oh yeah, I love getting a big package of this obscure stuff, because... Like you never know if you're gonna put it in and it's just gonna be a turd, or it's all of a sudden it's gonna be like fuck, that's a wicked movie, or all of a sudden it slaps you across the face like a few of these have, and it's takes you right back to place when you were younger. You just remember like fuck, I seen this like way back in the day. I forgot this movie even existed. Like I had one, I can't remember what it was, but started playing. All of a sudden I started fucking like before the guys would say their lines, I knew what they were gonna say and. It's like, how do I know this? It's like I used to watch this shit fucking quite a few times, like but I was like four or five when I seen it. Yeah, it was just that's just awesome. It's like ingrained in the back of your fucking prehistoric jelly
1: yeah that's happened to me a couple times with a few films i saw when i was real real young on tv or something so
4: it's whack when that hits you especially at my age like you get like a fucking
1: 30 31 year old flashback it's It's like like an acid flashback isn't it (laughs) like yeah like
4: it's fuck. i got a wicked memory to recall a lot of the stuff i do like that's why i fucking thank god fucking i got a good memory i can recall my childhood like the back of my hand and that was the 80s. Those were the times. Like,
1: Do you remember when you were like two? Because my first memories from when I was two. Yeah. So. I can remember like things maybe from, I don't know about You got two, stuff that correlates with three. movies or something, I bet, huh?
4: Most of my stuff, like, most of my memories, yeah, are of movies and comics
1: and certain things like that. My first two memories correlate with poop. <laughs> I don't know why. F- freak. <laughs>
5: Uh,
4: eighty percent of my memories as a kid relate to like horror and seventy well, percent like a lot of the movies and hunting and fishing and redneck stuff.
1: Yeah, I've, yeah, I can't say I've got into hunting and fishing too hard. Tender I mean, foot. I'm a country boy, but I never it's tenderfoot really got hardcore into the hunting, fishing. Yeah, but I'm not. I wasn't no diehard or anything. Fishing for supper. No, I wasn't fishing for supper. <laughs> That's why it's, I wasn't diehard. If I was fishing for supper, yeah, I'd have some stuff. I fish was fishing can. for supper. I, but I know you were. And rabbits. And... I know you were. You told me fucking how your dad raised you guys. Like, fucking, what, do you what? just pour out a fucking can of SpaghettiOs in the middle in of the middle Oh, no, the... no, no, he'd what feed I'm us. But,
4: he'd <laughs> feed us, but as a growing kid, I don't think he understood we
1: needed more than... Just because he,
4: he wasn't hungry all the time didn't mean we weren't. Like fuck, You were he eating like
1: prisoners, weren't you? I've been over to friends. He
4: wasn't growing anymore. Fuck, we were. So I'd be eating rabbits and river fish. and I remember you eating my fish My cat, like stick lots of times.
1: You remind like, me of my cat. when I'm not feeding him enough or he doesn't think I'm, he's getting enough. He'll go out and get a couple of mice.
4: Yeah, man. Fuck, that's the thing. Like, Yeah, it was eat at supper time and shit. A little snack here. Fuck. fuck. You want some more? Well fuck.
6: Definitely ill Billy. He, he
4: never told me to go out and fucking fetch me own like You fucking,
1: figured it you out yourself. You you get
4: your own there boy. Take this knife. Like nah, it was never nothing like that, but I was smart enough to know like hey. That sounds
1: know, like I'm, some Rambo shit.
4: I catch a lot of fucking fish at the river and at the lake. Why not bring some home? Keep them in the freezer.
1: I bet he was about that, uh, huh? When you brought some fish home,
4: he'd eat them sometimes. A lot of times, him and his drunk buddies would eat them all up. Eh. And then I'd, I, I know I'd snare rabbits and eat them up. Shoot some rabbits, some prairie chickens, some ducks, geese, deer. I started getting into hunting, and I was like, realised shit, I could be eating this on the side. And ain't nothing Dad can say like he can't be saying, hey, relax, like quit eating all that duck. Like,
1: Quit eat, eating all the food. It's I'm running out of money. You're like this comes from the well, land.
4: That's the thing. No one else in the house would even touch that stuff except for maybe a little bit of deer. So I had free reign. I'd go out and whatever I could whack, fucking I could eat. And I didn't have anyone over my shoulder trying to get a cut of it. I was like fucking. They'd be like, "Fuck, you want to eat that duck? You go ahead, fuck."
1: Some of the city folk, I'm thinking that's listening to the show from LA. They're thinking food doesn't come. You can get food, and it's not from the supermarket? Poor
4: like. <laughs> little fucker. I'd go out after school. I remember shooting things with my pellet gun, eating them. And Like I said, I'd be down fishing at the river, and I wouldn't take a, no snacks or nothing. I got hungry. I'd cut the head off a fish and stick a fucking stick up its ass and cook it over the fire like a hot dog.
1: That's reminiscent of one time we were out in the woods. When you do that, the skin gets all
4: black and shit. Yeah. But once it gets all crispy it's all crispy on the outside. Mm-hmm. You bust it open and the fish is all steamy good on the inside. It's just fucking tasty, man. It just get that fucking smoke taste and you just get down with it.
1: Dude, I, you're not telling me anything anything different, man. I, one time, one time, we did something like that. We were out in the woods and we were near the swamp and... We were I catching frogs left and right, and I uh, was like, fuck, we're killing these fucking things. We might as well eat them. Started pulling the... We had pocket knives Sick and shit. Fuck. Started and pulling every- the legs right up off them. We made a little fire, and yeah, dude, we we crisped those up, and uh, yeah, the skin was awesome, dude. Yeah? Yeah, yeah.
4: Seeing how ghetto we were the one day we got dropped off for like eight hours, and I remember... Look, and I found this, well, it was one of my old cans from, I think, the last, the year before, this old bean can I had down there. So I caught some crayfish and some river clams and boiled up up some river water in my fire. Mm -hmm. I was throwing these clams and these crayfish in there.
1: That's how you get them to open up and shit, The, uh, the clams, yeah. Fucking terrible. I probably was eating the wrong part of the clam. It was probably dude.
4: It was probably eating the clams'
1: ass. Mussels, fuck. I've had them from my lakes around here. You know, we got great lakes around no, just here. It tasted like mud. It tasted like shit, man. No, they taste, taste like shit, dude. Stuff. They're was it rubbery. Yeah, it was yeah. just terrible. Like fuck, yeah. I ate it because I was hungry. But
4: crayfish are good though. Not these ones.
1: Really, <laughs> really.
4: Nah, they tasted fucking like sticks shit. and mud. <laughs> I never ate shit, so I can't fucking. <laughs> Call well me. and i'm gonna say sticks and mud
6: sticks and, sticks so and was, mud could
4: taste so, like shit you tell me about it. you got the shit story it was <laughs> well
1: the shit stories you're like, easy,
4: you're like fucking easy wind on fucking things to do in denver when you're dead Eating it spongy you're telling me it was all I spongy
1: i haven't seen that yet but, uh... Uh,
4: you need to get on that i've told you how many times about that
1: <laughs> sorry dad
4: it's like fucking, it's, you got your boy Steve Buscemi, fuck, you got Willie Forsythe, fucking.
1: Uh, well, fuck I'll, you know, it, it helps when, when you throw Walken, me
4: And you got fucking uh, Andy Garcia. You
1: it know, helps when you throw me things great. in the mail, you know. You're I packing.
4: always watch shit when you send it to me. You should <laughs> see the dust that package I've been telling you I'm going to send you has on it. I don't even think this package exists. It does. It's got a lot of shit in it.
1: But... <laughs> I hope so
4: i know i know your address four times since i've made the package
1: (laughs) i know you're like what's your address again and i'm like "Motherfucker!" i'm still scrolling back to the first time you gave me your address i'm about ready to ask you next time i send this next package out because i'm tired of looking for it
4: fuck i still gotta send zach wells his fucking that's who won the fucking bonus prize eh On our contest,
1: yeah, I got a couple shirts I still needed to get out too as well. Fucking, I sent a bunch of stuff out around Christmas and I've been just backed up so. Uh I think it's Grant. Bran will help you out with that. I think Grant, uh, one of one of the You're Canadian gangsters, up. actually is still waiting. Don't worry, Grant, guys. Fuck, fucking I'm cutting my boy Grant, <laughs> fucking gory out. Don't don't worry. Really? I'm I, gonna. I, I'm actually I, gonna throw uh, something bonus into that package uh, DVD. That's I don't know the what. Bag's what
4: bag's fucking empty. People all just figured. I, I sent.
1: I sent like three of cats? those shirts out. I did send three of those shirts out. Well, motherfucker, your package cost me. <laughs> I said that around Christmas. You should Canadian man, Canadian. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think it's Grant and I can't remember someone else. But don't worry, those packages are coming. I've got the shirts, and I'm gonna throw in a bonus DVD. I don't know, find something at my Walmart to throw in because I feel bad. So. And you
4: th- throw in a pair of them dare squirrel
1: covers. <laughs> And my girlfriend wear them for like I don't know an hour and then throw them in.
4: I, I I love that. You ever see Copycat? Or fucking yeah,
1: ever? yeah, I love that. I,
4: I love that movie where that guy's like telling her, you "Give me a pair of damn near squirrel covers," and she's like, "What? Your panties?" Yeah, to get uh, that's, he, needed to, he needed to throw the deliverance in there.
1: He needed to tell her them panties. That's based that's off Bunt. I'm take pretty
4: right sure. His, I, I love that movie. That's a great
1: one. His wild demands while he was in prison to to help solve crimes and stuff. The Green
4: it, River, Green River killer crimes is what
5: the ones. Oh, well, I fucking think he helped out on
1: two other ones too, as well. I think yeah. Green River, the main. Yeah, that's in the movie, the Green River Killer TV movie. I think I got a scene yeah.
4: where. It's in the books, and I got a book about fucking that. Just that alone, like the Bundy tie to the Green River. I got like five, six books on Green. He's like the green to me is like Manson to you.
1: Yeah, I don't know nothing about him. And uh, well, he was he was like the God, Zodiac right. for a lot of years because they never could apprehend him till what DNA was the only four thing years ago, that fucking, five years ago. That yeah, was like ten now. It was it's been ten. Okay, yeah,
4: it's been close late, to now. late. 90s. It those very first murders, those ones he dumped in the Green River, he got busted on that DNA.
1: Yeah, wasn't he working as a janitor or something at a school? I think, the, I
4: think it was the Chapman murder or something, one of those ones. No, he was a painter at fucking uh, Kenworth factory, painted rigs.
1: He'd been working there all those years, huh?
4: Yep, yeah, yeah, he'd worked there forever. Like, it was DNA, and these and they had found these little tiny fucking paint particles too on, f- on a few of the victims, and they could never figure out where it came from and stuff. And when they... Uh, eventually fucking he
1: painted in the shop or whatever or?
4: yeah okay. they linked it back to him and they fucking
1: the, coming off of the his certain,
4: clothes from work the certain probably. paints he used matched up yeah oh. fucking so what he go
1: out in like his uniform like right after work to pull these murders
4: i don't know he'd probably change his clothes and everything but a where's little... the
1: paint chips coming from his fingernails or something
4: yeah who knows out of your hair or fucking whatever like he'd probably be wearing coveralls at work so he'd take them off leave them at work and I don't know. It's trace amounts. Like, it wasn't like these bitches are covered in them or nothing. Yeah, it was, it was
1: probably microscopic stuff that was falling out of yeah, the area. Yeah, I've little, worked in a these
4: paint. These little tiny microscopic amounts they were finding, and they're like, well, where the fuck is this? Where is it? They, they find it out. It's industrial. It's, it's like, an industrial it
1: paint. So they could trace it very easily because there's not a lot of places that have that particular industrial paint. I know I worked in a spray shop, for in a wood shop that
4: uh, sprayed I th- for I a think year. they had tracked that. They had figured that out back when he was an original suspect in like the 90s there or something. Because he was under the radar for probably 20 years. He was He'd always
1: suspect. been a suspect, yeah.
4: Yeah, for quite a while. Anyway, we've rambled on fucking mad shit talk. So roll us on a break there, Bubba Hendershaw.
1: Alrighty, guys. You've been listening to Exploited Cinema. When we come back, I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but it's going to be random. It's going to be something, anyways.
0: Sweetwater, a new and inviting desert community.
6: Violation! This is going to be a great day.
0: Filled with kind and loving families.
6: But I am your stepson. I don't know and I always treated you like it was, didn't I? Oh.
0: With mature and responsible teenagers. And then one day. Did you hear something? Something odd appeared. Oh, this is
6: incredible.
0: Exactly what they are ah. is uncertain.
6: I'm South American cockroach dad. I'm out of here.
0: Their origins are somewhat hazy.
2: It's an alien. Maybe an illegal
0: alien. And while their manner can be quite charming... He's
2: so cute. Can't yeah, we take him
6: out of the bag
0: now? Their habits can be a little bizarre. not <laughs> are
6: rough. I haven't done anything yet. Gross! <laughs> but you'd better treat them right. You're not laughing anymore, are you, pal?
0: Because they're not necessarily nice. <laughs> Munchies!
6: The man, over the lead. The fancy, baby, that's not what I need Woo! I'm making <laughs> money. here kitty 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 what is that? what are they? Are you sure that thing's a cat We're murder
0: no one kills my tropical fish at length
6: I'm on the case <laughs> <laughs> just dropped in for a bite
0: Munchies, starring Harvey Corman, from the creator of Little Shop of Horrors, Munchies. Hey, yo, it's Bobby fucking De Niro over here.
1: Let me tell you a little something. It's this new podcast out there, it's called Profondo Cinema. Yeah, a couple guys, Axel and Jay Scott, a couple of knuckleheads from around the way. It's hot like it's coming off the back of my fucking truck over here. Don't be a wise guy. Get your ass down there and check him out. Profondocinema.com
0: And remember, it's going to be a good summer. I'm Jack Death. I'm a trooper in the 23rd century. Jack Death, uh, Angel City PD, may I see your stats? What did I do? Under Section 7 of the Penal Code, the Council authorized me to administer you a transfer suspect examination. You can't give me a TSE without a warrant. I got your warrant right here, pal. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want any trouble. Hold that your. My job is hunting transers. I got nothing to hide. Finding them? Negative. sending them. Look out! <laughs> Of course, sometimes they find me first. Then it's a little more complicated. How do you know Whisper's location? We monitored a line disruption in Los Angeles, December 1985. And Zant, Ash, and I all had ancestors in the city then. If you think I'm bringing that scum up the line, you got the wrong trooper. Unless you stop Whistler, everything the council has accomplished for the last 40 years will count for nothing.
6: Okay, let's say I believe this. You're a cop from the future and you're chasing this guy Piper. Whistler. Why doesn't he just turn you into one of these zombies, or me?
0: Trancing only works on squids, people with weak minds, easily controlled. Lena, I'm from another time, another world. I don't even know what you people eat for lunch.
6: Okay, I got fried rice, egg rolls, and beef chow mein.
0: Beef? You mean like from a cow? I thought it was rough in the 23rd century. I didn't know how hot it could get. Jack? How's my tan? It was getting hotter all the time. Jack! I guess I just attract a certain element, no matter what century I'm in.
6: This way, monsieur! Anyway,
0: I gotta run now. I'll arrive with the ladies! Over here, Ashby! Jack Death is back, and he's never even been here before. Trancers.
4: World, welcome back everyone. This is exploited cinema episode thirty four and the show is pretty much wound up. We're uh doing our little outro thing here and yeah. I don't know, I had a good time. It was uh, really not a non structured show. We didn't have uh no obscure, we didn't have no VHS vault, but we did have the Mutantville players, Strebo and Mutitia, the movie goddess, so what else did we really need, Matt?
1: Well we had Buddha Bag too as well, and then um yeah, the Buddha we had bag
4: our- filled full of filler.
1: That thing is, fill pull filler. You're no right.
4: fucking questions. Get on that, fans. Fuck. Next show, we want questions. people are gonna be protesting in the streets with signs.
1: We want questions. Like fucking produce. You know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm like listeners. Of thinking listeners are just tired of hearing like fucking their questions read because maybe we're taking up too much time and then just like get to the grease, fuckers. We're not writing in anymore. Well, I thought we were doing them justice, actually giving them real answers. But... Now we are. I thought I, but when we first started, I thought we were just, I don't know. At least I was. I just, I was never ready. I wouldn't read the questions to like the time of, and then, so I didn't ever have a good answer and I you think don't we're have getting better now.
4: That is fucking J-Dog's horror knowledge and just knowledge of cinema, life, women, everything in general that I got. So yeah, you would, it would catch you off guard. Me, I'm just like the sharpest knife in the drawer, though I chew them questions up and spit them out. So send them in.
1: Definitely.
5: <laughs> Sorry. i
1: to me. hear more. Well, whatever <laughs> Sorry works. to go on my rant and diss you and stuff. Hey, it wouldn't be Exploited Cinnamon without it, would it? <laughs> That's true.
4: You may as well just call that 1-800 number on CB4, that 1-800-DISS, and just have fucking that dude just tell
1: you off. You ever see CB4? Just yeah, little... we were talking about uh Wacky D. Remember? Yeah, Wacky D is in the house. And wacky wacky D's, D's on. Everybody gather around. This is great. Dad's
4: there. shaking his leg and shit. Mom, shake your yeah. ass. <laughs> hey, yo, nigga, turn around. Eat your big ass biscuit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love CB4. That's that's the shit. Yeah, CB4 is the shit, man. That's when Chris Rock was still funny. Yeah, wasn't that during uh Saturday Night Live days, I think, still, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, it was some early Chris Rock.
4: Not like uh what not like New Jack City or early Chris Rock, but
1: Well, they did uh, spoof a little bit of New Jack City with the with the meth meth scenes or whatever, crack scenes where he's like hitting mm-hmm. the pipe, he's like wearing the same shirt and shit, so that was some awesome stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Chris Rock's, Uh, I saw him in that one Adam Sandler movie. He sold out. He sold out. Did you, he did. did you see that one with Adam Sandler where all the family gets together at that like lake house or something and it's got Rob Snyder? He is fucking, Chris Rock <laughs> I... is terrible in that. It's like, what Fuck did you, did you just see Chris... that for? Did you just do this movie for the pay? Like, your buddy Sandler's like, hey, you want to make a buck? Just come in and just sit in the background. We need a token black guy. Well, of course. Like I said, he sold out.
4: That's why he's not funny no more.
1: He wasn't. So, yeah, he didn't crack no jokes. He wasn't funny. There was nothing funny about Chris Rock. I mean, he was like T Dog on The Walking Dead. He was just in the
4: background, and they didn't let him do nothing. I hey, okay. watch I these I new episodes. Then, have... Ra- most racist fucking show on TV. Is it? Dead. It's. Well, it's only got uh, like you got one black character left. The other one they just killed her for no reason. In the first season and T Dog like he'll go two episodes without even getting a line. Oh, he and then, a lot then, of uh,
1: lines in the at the
4: beginning of the season, but yes. But not lately since it came back on. He's like they just tell him, Hey boy, go fetch me the go fetch me the shotgun and stuff and
1: I liked his character. I didn't think his character was too bad. He wasn't unlikable, so
4: no, man, I feel I felt bad for him. He got some action in the in the newest episode, which is off the of fucking hook, by the way. Like the second last one, season finale next weekend, man. It's going to be a load blower.
1: Well, look, dude. We'll talk. I can. We can do a no show wrap cool. up because I will check them out. Everybody's coming. You know, I'm. I might come back around. I'm. I'm going to need to get the episode. So, but the next, uh, the next show we do, we're going to have a season overview. Yeah, we can do that because I mean I've already seen the first half. I did watch the first half of the season, so um, I'll catch up with the rest here before we uh come back around at the end of the month. So team which team are you on i don't even know i, I see
6: everybody throwing you that on shit I...
4: out are you on team t-dog because on I... team t-dog we don't do we don't do fuck all we got fucking merle's bag of drugs and we don't do fuck well,
1: there's all drugs on guy. on t-dogs then
4: well that's what we that's what me and kyle polig we kind of figured well, that's what i came up with anyway because t-dog don't do fuck all anymore like why because he he, di- he did before so like what's his excuse i to...
1: got the uh his arm fucked up didn't he
4: yeah but I'm thinking he got
1: a hold of Daryl's bag of fucking drugs too. I think he's got an infection or something, and he's yeah, like, he's partying now he's partying oh there. is he, okay, yeah, he got he some just, lines at the uh, um up till that last the the season break or whatever for christmas i he had a lot of stuff going on in there, like a dialogue and stuff, so team Herschel was cool too, like team
4: Herschel you fucking you're the fuck uppity old man, you could, you could drink like a sailor.
1: Is Herschel, like, is he finally coming well, out of his shell,
4: or... Well, Herschel's badass now, man. You should have seen the episode at the bar. Herschel's just ditched the farm in the middle of the zombie apocalypse to go to the old bar in town, and he's just sitting there solo.
1: I thought he was something. Mr. Morality, like, Jesus. he give up on that shit, Jesus, man. Jesus, help after...
4: me alone. you seen the shit that went down at the barn, right? hmm mm-hmm, yep. Well, after that, Herschel just said, holy fuck, I was a fool.
1: Oh really? Start, okay, okay you're giving so, too much away. All right. Slow down. He, he come around. That's gotta, cool.
4: That's a good character twist. That's good. Fucking you gotta get on that shit, man. Characters dying left and right.
1: You like, were so disappointed that I fucking was like, Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's man. disappointed in you that you weren't watching it. Like
4: Brafondo guys were like, What? What the fuck, man? Like you gotta get this guy on. It's Strebo, we were talking about it before you showed up. Caught in the rain like you were. It's like, yeah, man, you need to get on that shit.
1: Well, uh, I will definitely um, jump haters on watch it. out. Fucking
4: haters, I'll kneecap you.
1: Let's I don't go. know if I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna like it.
4: But drink uh, the Kool Aid. I I
1: Kool-Aid. heard I heard some things about uh, someone someone returning. So, and that's really the only reason I've been watching <laughs> this season. So. No offense to the show or anything like that. I just don't like, um, what's his name? The, the Bane guy. He's just too fucking doofy for me. But Oh man. Awesome.
4: Um, but you know, I... Andrew Lincoln, is that the cat's name that plays Rick?
1: Rick. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've never seen him anything else. I'm not to, not to say he's a bad actor. I'm like, he's playing the character. I just don't think that that character should be the leader, you know? I'd rather follow what's his name, his buddy around there. He's Shane. He's Shane. He's way sleazier. So
4: I'd I'd way sooner follow Daryl around. Daryl's the fucking coolest of the bunch.
1: Yeah, Daryl too as well. But like, I just
5: I
4: don't think Daryl kicks got... ass, man. I think if if it went down to like a fucking brawl, I think Daryl would be kicking some big ass. I would be surprised T Dog would fucking throw some motherfuckers around. Too. Oh yeah,
1: he's a pretty good sized guy. Yeah, hey, he
4: was probably slinging rock on the corner before all this went down. Because they never <laughs> say
1: they never say what he did. Where's his family and shit? He just he's s- not wearing a gold chain and got ghetto swagger. So I'm thinking he was a uh, blue collar working Joe. Yeah, it could have been. He might have lived. He might have lived in Gangland and popped shots once in a while. But I'm just s- saying, slinging
4: rock part time.
1: Right, part time. right. It just kind of adds to the character. That's why
4: Team T-Dog, we don't do fuck all. It's like, yeah, fuck you, man. Like, do it yourself. It's kind of like, fucking. He's He's waiting for reparation checks. Corey
1: G. he's Team Herschel, though, for sure. Oh, yeah,
4: man. Team Herschel's a good team, though. I'm still... I'm a, I'm kind of a traitor. I play for both teams, Herschel and T-Dog.
1: Now, T- Her- Team Herschel's kind of like... um, It's kind of like old man action with uh, Bronson or... <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: like e- don't take no shit. Is is he like an old? Is is he turned into like an old man action star? Is he out there like blowing zombies heads off or what? Get on it and watch. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> he was like, he, I thought he was kind of dragging the show down, but no nah, nah, man, nah. Come
4: comes around, quits whining. He quits whining.
1: Well, they, it sounds like they saved everything. So, I, you know, for the for when the show came back around, like all the good stuff. So, because there hasn't been much action since uh, the first three episodes. So, in my opinion, in my opinion, so. your opinion. I know yeah. my opinion don't mean fuck all around here, but uh, yeah, you got that right, man. I'm sure there's a bunch of listeners going, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah,
4: everyone's pumping their fists, Fuck team j-dog baby
5: (laughs) team j-dog
4: yeah team j-dog make it make those shirts joe
1: i want 500 of them printed out asap so now uh are are we what do we got to get like a fucking uh petition together to get you on the show now or what you got to start paying me now oh you won't get paid for it. they'll make you (laughs) fucking fly out but i bet you would you'd fucking fly out on your own dime just to be on that show wouldn't you the walking dead yeah fuck yeah fuck i guess you want to wait till uh, i'd
4: even Feenies give my left on uh, you I'd fly wait- out all by myself on my own money and and donate my left not to science just to be on that show they can kill me in the first 15 minutes too i don't give a fuck
1: you don't even want any lines
4: or what as long as i have one more line the t-dog i'd be happy <laughs> two episodes <laughs> i had as many lines as t-dog did the fucking episode ended and i was like holy fuck i was in that episode as much as t-dog was <laughs> like, fuck.
6: it was
4: great it was crazy
1: you were so you're gonna start fucking booking conventions and stuff or what i should
5: <laughs> i should
1: awesome. so what do we all what else do we got to throw these cats uh definitely mad monster uh party Go, get get over to the website i think it's madmonsterparty.com isn't it
4: mm-hmm Vote for us. The fucking Rondos, oh, yeah. man. That shit's almost up. We're going to, we want to at least get 20 votes or something.
1: Yeah, that, that ends April 1st? Somewhere in April, early yeah, April. Yeah, April 1st, I think. We vote. we don't want, we
4: just don't want to be last place. So
1: vote for us, please. Yeah, and that's, I think it's rondo, uh, com, And, uh, go over there and it's, um, Scroll down to uh, section 28 and uh, give us a vote. So oh, yeah,
4: well you, and, you can find the link to the Rondo voting on the Blogspot page as well,
1: as well as the um, official Facebook. website too. As well, there's a banner on there too. So hmm. mm-hmm. or it's all over the place. So. Take you directly to the uh, to the voting ballot. So I'm playing on your sympathy. Please vote. Please, <laughs>
4: please, please vote. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you got anything else,
1: brother? Or are we just gonna wind this shit on out? I think we should just wind it on down. We we the whole shit talk show. It's it's a ramble show, but uh you know but we but we did have the mutantville players on, so Yes, that was really the only order that came to the show, I think. The rest of it was just even the Buddha bag was just random. We the got only so true off structure
4: it. we had, yeah. We had uh jamie here to keep us in line for the for the intro anyway
1: yeah that helped we would have been off on who knows what if he wasn't here so the rest
4: yes. of it it's like podcast holocaust it's just fucking everywhere
1: exactly yeah out,
4: out of control
1: and uh yeah i don't know one thing i did want to mention we were gonna do march madness is serial killer month at least last year it was but uh just shit's been so crazy this, this uh, month for us that we just weren't able to knock it out. But expect Serial Killer Month to return soon. I'm not going to say it's next month for sure, but in the next couple of months it should be coming back around and we'll be doing a whole month of it. So, mm-hmm. Things will get freaky. The FBI and the forensic kits will be out. They'll be
4: fingerprinting us at Exploited Cinema. Yes, Serial Killer Month. Get
1: your rape kits out. Exactly, and um, and also, uh, what else did I have? Ah, I don't have shit. <laughs> I thought I had something, but I ain't got fuck all. So
4: you got polio in your legs?
1: I hope not, dude. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> just a '50s disease come back just to get
5: you. It still the... affects
1: people in foreign countries, like well, yeah, countries. you'd be the first man in America to have polio in 42 years or something. A buddy of mine, his dad uh had it, and he had like a little, little smaller leg he had to buy like a different um size or he had to have custom made pant legs and stuff, and his arm was a little bit shorter. You get the extension on your boot and stuff, yeah, I think he had to have special socks and stuff made or for shoes he had to have like one one different shoe like a size smaller that would suck dude whack. <laughs> Uh that get your pol- get your polio
5: vaccinations.
1: Yes, yes.
4: Exploited Cinema highly uh, promotes polio vaccinations. We need to
1: put out our own vaccination. <clears throat> Crisco, it might be a little bit of Crisco in there.
4: Fuck, P- clog people's arteries up faster than Mickey D's. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: exactly. Well, we don't want to kill our listeners, yeah. Well, exactly. They'll At be least... like those Filipino fucking... Uh, little boys in the basement. <laughs> well, the boys you have in your basement, yeah. No,
4: we got to wait until we can at least sell each of the listeners a t-shirt first, fuck. Oh, exactly, yeah. Get out there. And not f- like we get f- any money for it or anything, but fucking pad Joe's pocket. Get
1: him some tortillas. And some cheer. Shiner Bock, yeah. You would love that. Actually, I've heard you can just send him beer, and he'll he'll send you a t-shirt. So. <laughs> <laughs> Better not be, you no know, fucking... Milwaukee's worst. So. Fuck the shipping, man. Imagine what it would cost me to ship a six-pack of beer. <laughs> he probably <laughs> He probably posts something on Facebook about it cuz that's dedicated.
4: Make a video of drinking it since it's only a six-pack.
1: He'd be pissed though cuz when it got there it would be warm, so you'd have to like um get a cooler and stuff and well you guys don't have fucking fridges in the u.s or what well i'm saying when it comes in the mail he's gonna be ready to want to drink
4: one man as soon as he gets it still fucking have a hole dug in your backyard with a big fucking ice age block of ice at your well house?
1: i do yeah probably <laughs> like, yeah i mean you know i jack enter and i was like, you know i can't afford a fridge Steal the internet and you
4: got a fucking big oh, burning right. barrel in the kitchen to keep you guys warm or what <laughs>
1: yeah yeah whale
4: fat lamps in the living room
1: i'm thinking about switching back over to whale oil i've I've heard it's more efficient so and it smells good
4: you guys got your tv hooked up to the treadmill and you make your old lady run on it all night fuck just so you can watch your movies or what (laughs) actually
1: i just run jumper cables from the car battery so i'm actually out on the lawn right now you you got everything Your boys
4: scour the neighborhood stealing batteries for you, eh? Yep,
1: yep, yep. Actually, um give them single cigarettes deep, for, doing deep it for cycle, you. Deep uh, cycle marine batteries are the best, so.
5: Hmm. Light's a nice little tidbit.
4: Cool, interesting.
5: Yeah.
4: Always good to know. Bat thirty two, crooked one one crooked
1: motherfucker. Ow, come on. Don't <laughs> paint me in confused. that don't paint me in that
4: light yet. <laughs> Hey, man, just because I'm a cop don't mean I'm going to bust you.
1: <laughs> you always say that. You always say, I'm a cop, I'm a cop.
4: Yeah, that's what my ID says. I'm a peace officer.
1: Does it? Really? Yeah,
4: fucking rights. Well, I'm not kidding. I got the same authority. I'm, I'm a jail cop. <laughs> that's awesome. But I but I can bust shit out outside of the jail, too, if I have to.
1: Well, definitely. You've, you've done it plenty of times, and you haven't had to take care of any... Uh any uh drunks or anything lately huh
4: kind of sucks i don't get to pack heat like the off-duty cops do and stuff though
1: well you pack fucking you pack grease man you just hit them with that crisco right in the eye and it blinds them spit in their eye and hit them with the
4: hammer and the nails <laughs> fuck. the thunder and the lightning Ooh, the bricks sh- whatever you want to call it
1: Yep, exactly
4: yeah but fuck, probably more like the muffins hitting them with a couple muffins some pillows feathers whatever you want to call it Years. but before i before i embarrass myself roll this show out fuck Alrighty, righty am in here
1: you guys have been listening to exploited cinema we'll be back sometime this month so keep it locked and i hope you guys enjoyed mutisha the movie got us and strebo coming on we hope to have them on again in the in the future so and some more guests and uh I don't know, right? I love you know. Here's something, to, a topic we could give the listeners. Hey, fuck, I said roll the show out. fucking well, George Clooney acceptance speech. Well, I do want to do a little acceptance <laughs> speech, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, you know why not? You know, some of the listeners write in if you, if you'd like um, to hear us get some guests on, or you've got some guests ideas, throw them out there because we're, we're looking into some stuff uh, this year. We're we're trying to come back strong and hard, so yeah trying to compete what the hell but with that said uh you're listening to exploited cinema we'll be back